Shut up and sit down. Well, it's uh, that time again. What time? Um, time for us to talk about Utah and uh, discuss political Hello, shit. Utah. Uh, right now, actually, the uh, giant pumpkin-headed butthole is giving a speech to Congress and probably like fucking 10 Americans that actually give a shit. I'm not acknowledging that. <laughs> Might be 11. Yeah. No, it'll be the biggest rated, the highest rated... Uh, presidential speech ever heard anywhere since ever. Since ever. That'll That's probably, because it's on Facebook Live. Uh, Spicy will probably report that tomorrow in the press conference. Can I, tell, can I tell you how fucking happy I am that Melissa McCarthy has started that spicy hashtag? <laughs> for fucking Sean Spicy. She makes a great spicer. It's the best thing in the world. Spicy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Is that with an E-Y? Yeah. Just spicy. <laughs> That's great. We'll, we'll have to look into that. The spices. Uh, we're not going to really talk about douchebag Trump, though, because uh, this isn't about the nation. This is about Utah. It's and the Utah podcast. He's had enough time on our podcast over the last uh, yes. Way too much. That's why he's not getting my ratings tonight. I'm just not going to watch it. Because anything, <laughs> anything I want to see or hear, I'm going to be able to check out on CNN tomorrow if he doesn't bar them from attending you know, his speech in Congress. I think they're on the blacklist. <laughs> Fuck. No one has ever done that. I mean, how crazy is it? Like, he bans them from coming into the, the press briefing on Friday morning, and Breitbart News is like, uh that's fucked up. You want our notes? <laughs> like conservative piece of shit, like fake ass Breitbart news is like, uh, that's really shitty. You guys didn't get invited in here. You want, this is what he said. <laughs> like a <laughs> little crazy, a little crazy. Um, but this is the new top podcast. It's episode 40. 40 is the new 30. Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. That. You know what I saw in the news? It's uh, older than us now, Chris. <laughs> well, yeah. It's not older than not me. Not quite older than all of us. So here's the thing. I heard on the news today, um, there's a new study that came out. Um, people are getting colon cancer and rectal cancer younger. earlier and earlier. Yeah, younger and younger. rectal cancer. They were saying that uh, a, person, a person bored, like in their 20s and 30s now, it's, it's becoming common. Because um, I bring it up because we're, you know, we're 40 now. And forty is you're if, not forty. If the show is the show's forty, and if oh, you're if you have a family history of colon cancer, you're supposed to get in your colon colonoscopies at, at forty. So this podcast needs its colon checked. Yeah, probably, probably. <laughs> we, we need a little rotor rooter going up there and cleaning us out. Please take me out of that. <laughs> Did they say I why? Uh, they're they're not sure because the study was just about you know how frequently it's the younger. diagnosis is coming. They think it's diet. Um, I, that's what I was thinking. Their, their big suspicion is, is our high fat. Is it the diet, paste you know? we all ate as high kids? High sugar. No, it's <laughs> I didn't eat paste. Where the hell are you? I never saw you paste? eat paste. It's the paste fucking is 12, just protein. <laughs> twelve pounds of sugar a year that we consume in cereal and milk and everything else, and Soda. probably the red meat. The red meat is not good for your colon. When you eat mm. a lot of hamburgers, <laughs> a lot of hamburgers and wash it's it down with coke. Not all red meat. No, <laughs> no, there's some sawdust in there. And <laughs> A little dye <laughs> so that it's red. No, but that's, I mean, that's their thought. They they obviously need to do more studies, but that was interesting to see today. Uh, everyone was running that fucking story nationally. 
I'm like, Jesus, it's a big study, but come on. Yeah, more important thing. <laughs> well, that I think a lot of people. Well, I think they're all just looking for something to talk about other than douchebag. Anything. Give us colon cancer. Anything. <laughs> Give us colon cancer. <laughs> the name of the episode? Uh, Give us colon cancer. I don't want colon cancer. Let the record show. <laughs> I'm almost there. Why would you even throw, throw that out cancer. there? <laughs> He's writing down colon cancer. I did write it down. <laughs> colon cancer. We're running for the episode it's, title. It's up there. It's up there. But we're only a few minutes. So we have in. to check it at forty now. Uh, well, I, I mean, thought, I thought I bumped it to forty-five. Is well, back so it's it's fifty normally, uh, but if you have a family history of colon uh, cancer, you should get it checked starting at forty. Um, but that's that's likely to change from this study. They're they're probably going to start doing it at like thirty. I'm guessing. Yikes! Um, because the num the numbers are there. Like it's it's pretty crazy. Well, I'm thirty-nine, so I don't have to do it at all. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal to get your colon checked. I was going to have it checked before I leave here. I oh. <laughs> well, it is the colon, colorectal exam. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to help <laughs> you with that. Uh, I had my prostate checked when I joined the military back when I was 17. That was uh, pleasant. No, not really. <laughs> you ever had two fingers lubed up and shoved them in your butthole? Okay. I'm, Sure. That's Gross. that's how it is. That's that's the exam. Like they can't really do. You know, I don't even want to hear about all of the poor inadequacies and the horrible things that happen to men. Right? Don't <sighs> even. Maybe we should just finish the intro. We don't. We don't compare. Okay. Well, I'm your host. I'm your host, so I will announce myself. Uh, I do not have colon cancer, and the show that is you know of. My, well that I know of. Very good point. Uh, my name is Chris. Uh, uh, that's it. I'm not going to tell you any more about me. To my right or left? Yeah, 40 episodes to find out about you. <laughs> go back a few. Yeah, if 39. You if you don't know Actually. who I am, um, just go back and listen to a couple. Potty mouths from Whore Island. Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> uh, and then, as always, to my left, and you guys can just introduce yourselves. So, I'm, I'm to your left, so I'm Jeremy. So, really quick, I was thrift shopping uh, last weekend. Hey, me too. I went to Savers uh, the other day, actually, because I was out there in Draper and bored. So. Well, that's where all the rich people Give that good stuff. I know. I did find some really <laughs> cool. I found some really cool, like, like little Mexican dolls. I didn't get them because there were like six hundred of them. So I was like, oh mm, yeah, just too many of them. Someone else would snag these. So, so I'm looking through some um, some old magazines, and I noticed a, uh, an ad for Walkmans back in the '80s. The disc, or the, the not the disc, the tape player. The Walkman, Walkman the original Walkman, Walkman, not a disc and, man. Yeah, a Walkman, and it came with a free U2 tape. The Walkman did? Yeah, with, wow. with U2 War. But it's nice to know that even back in the 80s, U2 was pawning their stuff off on us. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you my first... Wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. The first, the first album I ever bought... I don't know if I should tell this story. Um, the first album I ever bought was a cassette tape in the late 80s. Uh, New Kids on the Block. Hang that was my first tell. concert. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. my first uh, concert. Uh, uh, oh, 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 oh. All right, so it's not uh, just me, you guys. But they're pets. I don't think I don't think boys were supposed to like them that much. Like I bought the, t well, I went could, to the store and bought um, the cassette tape. Uh, that would be like me saying I don't think boys are supposed to like the Spice Girls, and then you would throw well, punch me from a you, the table. You know what? <laughs> exactly. You, that's what he what said. I'm, so what, what he said. There's a much different reason to like the Spice Girls. Back in the day, you probably wouldn't admit it, but we all know all their songs. Okay, Bree, you're up. I'll tell you what I want. What I really, really want. <laughs> so okay, Chris, like, what you Chris really loves the Spice Girls. Hey, it's me. It's Bree. I'm sick. You're not sick anymore. Well, I know, but my nose is all clogged. I'm so glad I'm she's sure sitting by me. 
so suck so it up, Bri- dude, you have health insurance. <laughs> so Brie gets sick <laughs> for now. <laughs> Brie gets sick not very often. Like maybe, like she gets the colds and stuff. But she goes to work. She powers through them. I barely get um, colds even. Like once a year. Yeah, maybe. like once or twice a year maybe. Like she's very healthy person in that regard. Um, but she gets sick, and I've never, I've never had her stay home sick from work. And she I still did. Haven't. She managed not to this time, but she did leave early on Friday. I but did. she had she had the hours to do it. I actually meant to leave way earlier than that, but as usual, there was some frantic emergency. It's just as I'm leaving. Oh, I'm so but she sorry. Came, Can't you she stay came home please? Friday, and she got in bed at like four o'clock. Oh, it was before that. Yeah, and didn't get out of bed until Sunday at noon. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, she went. I went to the down and got a banana and, and I got, had like, an some apple. Fruit, but I brushed my teeth. And she doesn't do that. Like that's that's abnormal. She never stays in bed like that that's it's uh so anyway it's it, knocked, it knocked me on my butt she's better now this is after our daughter uh i think we talked about it last week goes to college goes and back to school with bronchitis yes. and a cracked rib and swore oh. up and she down she didn't go back to school with that cracked rib she went back to school with no cracked ribs i sent her whole and safe no but because she didn't listen. Things happen when you're a college kid. She did because she sick. didn't listen to her mother and but, go to the doctor. But this is the part. Her. This is the part we didn't get to. So we were talking to her on Monday, and she's like, "Oh, I, I'm only, I was only contagious for the first 24 hours. I'm not contagious now." We're like, "What? That's not fucking how things work. You're not not <laughs> contagious just because you've been what, sick for a while." Like, is that what kids in college are telling each other? Uh, apparently, it's, after 24 hours, it's okay. I've yeah. kissed a bunch of people. None of them are sick. <laughs> Well, and I'm they listen to their mothers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to slip my introduction in really quick. So just do it again. In there. Do it nope. again. Do it again. Nope. Just go out, don't pull do it out on do us. Do it don't again. pull out on us. Cave to peer pressure. Come on. Do it again. Come on. Come on. Well, we have Travis with us this week. Nope. nope. Say he it gets again. introduced say it last because he's the guest. I already introduced myself. No, no Who are you? All missed What's it. your name? No one heard you. What's your name? Someone out there did if they had headphones on. Okay. If you guys have pornography magazines. You keep know, saying that. How many weeks hard. are we into this? I don't care. I don't know. Until I'm I am going to continue to bring it up until someone brings you a porno mag. It's, <laughs> it's just how it's going to work. So if you guys don't want to hear me talk about porno mags anymore. Maybe they want to hear you talk about deliver it. Deliver one yeah, maybe to, they want to. to Jess at Southtown Auto Mall. Nope. Um, they will v- definitely v- won't uh, find me there. Southtown, Southtown. Sorry. Sorry. And that's not even in the Auto Mall. It's across the freeway, actually, isn't it? Yep. It's where all the yeah. dealers are moving to. We were cool first. Well, come on. Carl Malone, Malone Toyota's been on that side forever. We were there first. We've been there for 12 years. And now, they've been there so long, they've moved Jess into the garage. She's out of the garage now. What? Yep. When did Big this happen? news. Last week. Did they put you downstairs with the rats? I was downstairs, actually, already. <laughs> <laughs> did you take care of the rat problem like they asked? Yes. Of course I did. <laughs> like Good Char- job, Jess. Like Charlie, who takes care of the rat problem. At <laughs> yes. He <laughs> got a baseball bat lined in barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have with us, of course, Travis. Uh, well, I shouldn't say of course. He's never with us. Chris 2.0 is back um, with Chris 1.0 here. Uh, Travis Tate. It's me, Travis Tate. How's it uh, going? Hey, Travis. He does the funnies sometimes places. That's what I do. <laughs> We're well, excited to have him back. So... It, so go back to episode. I can't remember. We'll have to post it and listen. It was to pretty it. early. Episode whenever my grandma died. So it was a when we came it back. It was in the summer. It was like yeah, episode it was seven like or something. It was in August or, yeah. or something ish. So 
You yeah. have to have that association. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Every time she sees you, that. she starts crying. It's crazy. I'm sure she was delightful. She no, could be. She was a battle axe. <laughs> she she was when I was younger, and then she got old and crotchety. As you do. Like you do. Yeah. As you do. Your mom's starting to turn that corner. <laughs> she did the so most is, passive aggressive this is, text. This me. is this is this is my mother in law. She she calls, no one answers. So she texts. Then like ten seconds later, why didn't you answer my phone call or answer my text? Well clearly I'm fucking busy. Like I <laughs> you did all this in ten seconds time frame. Like how am I supposed do you hate me now because you're not responding? But I'll text her in no, the I'm morning to check baby. up on her and be like, Hey mom. How are things going today? And then at like three, I'll be like, hello? Oh, sorry. I got busy. But God forbid you get busy. It's different when it's the other way, right? It's That's true. how it always she is. She gets lonely. She gets lonely. <clears throat> she's, she's really an awesome lady. Like she's, she's kind hearted. She's generous. She does everything that we ever ask her to do all the time. She just, she's just become a little passive aggressive. Well, she's what, 66? <clears throat> oh, no, that woman was going to be 70 this year. 77. So well, she has the right to. I scared the shit out of her. According to her. Because she's she... like, I'm going to be 69 this year. I just can't believe it. I'm like, Mom, weren't you born in 1947? Yeah. Like, I'm not really good at math, but I'm pretty sure that makes you 70 this year. <laughs> she's like, thanks a lot. She's all mad at me. I'm like, oh. You're like, I didn't make you. <laughs> I'm not the reason you were born. <laughs> no, but she's the reason I was born. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Your dad had nothing to do with that. No, he actually didn't. <laughs> Immaculate conception? Uh, no, no her, her dad was I'm a not, test tube, baby. Her dad was not Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no, no, she's, I'm uh, one of the first test tube babies in Utah. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that, and I I knew you were a test tube baby. Yeah, she uh, was a was a sperm donor baby. I don't know who my daddy is. Wow, are you my daddy? <laughs> you, my daddy? <laughs> you should put that on like a license plate surround. Are you my daddy? <laughs> Utah's first test tube baby. Uh, <laughs> my daddy. You know we've been because we want to get new new RSL, RSL plates, uh, and um, maybe that's are you dad. You could just do no. "Are you Dad?" on your personalized list. Just <laughs> Papa? Question mark. <laughs> well, and then appar- they don't do question marks. Then apparently, my so. uncle that hates my guts is throwing my dad a birthday party, and so my ex came over and he's like, "Hey, your uncle's throwing your dad a birthday party on the 11th," and I'm like, "That's great. I won't be in town." He's like, "Oh, I thought you would be." I'm like, "Nope. Sorry. Just another reason for them <laughs> to hate me, I guess." This is the same dad, of course, that. Um, Complains about never being invited to functions that he's always invited to. Because he disowned me. And then he never shows up to them. And there's always some excuse. And you, like one time for one of the girls' birthdays, um, he's like, well, I can't, I can't come because I'm not feeling well. And we find out later that he had a car show he was going to. <laughs> fucking take but he actually was out. scheduled. Like he was working. Like he was had something to do with the car show. I'm like, dad. That's just, a legitimate excuse. Just say, hey, like, I've got this thing going on Save your already. sickness excuse for a time when you don't have a legitimate excuse to come. <laughs> so, what does Jeremy he do at car shows? He, I, I'm not sure what that one. He shows helped organize that, but mostly, <laughs> but mostly he, yeah, he pretends he owns my uncle's Barracuda. Wow, 60. That's a nice car. 68. It's a nice car. I'm going to the 
Autorama this week. Autorama. Autorama. You know what is not a nice car? My fucking car. So a follow-up <laughs> to last week's story, because I, I have we'll get to events right after this, I promise you, Jess, because she's looking at me like, fucking stop talking. Nope. So, she never looks at you like that. <laughs> even when she should. So we were last week at uh, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Sarah? Pacera. 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 Sarah's house. Uh, and so I had gotten my car back that day uh, from the dealership. They replaced my steering gear because there was a computer that was bad and that's as much as a transmission. And they were fixing an evaporation pump leak um, because it was throwing a, a code and my check engine light was on. And So as we leave, my check engine light comes back on as we leave Sarah's house. And I take it back into the shop the next day. It's a filtration pump problem. Not a filtration pump. It's a uh, intake manifold problem. So my intake manifold has a leak. And they quoted me another $1,100 to fix it. <laughs> on top of the $2,000 from last week? Yeah. So I and said, then I went and got brakes on Thursday. Just unplug the battery <laughs> and put it back on. <laughs> <laughs> you, it will only clear the code for a certain amount of time. I, do I can have, show you how to clear the code. I got <laughs> to fix it. Like, I can actually, f- I can feel it. Like, I can feel that the car doesn't have as much power because there is a leak. Um, but uh, I don't have to fucking register it for like five more months. I'm not going to fucking fix it right now. If it was just the cover, I'd do it myself, but I actually have to replace the entire manifold. So I don't know if I want to get into the, doing that. So anyway, so I'm pissed. My car has another $1,100. What kind of car is it? It's a 2011 Chevy Cruze. My bad. I did buy a first year car was out model. That's always a bad idea. So. I've driven a cruise. I actually like it. I, oh, I love, love it. his cruise. I love it. It's great. But the turbo doesn't really kick in right now because the intake <laughs> problem. <so. laughs> Which is okay. You know. I mean, it still drives. It's still nice and fast. It still has more get up and go than the CRV. But Well, it's a CRV. Yeah. <laughs> but Usually yeah. compact utility vehicles don't drive as fast as sedans. Oh, <laughs> I miss my turbo. Yeah. So I miss mine too, but I'm not going to pay to fix it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh now let's talk about events i'm gonna start do you care if i start <clears throat> sure because i know i know you made time for me to do this sure so this weekend march 4th is the opening game for rsl home opener what do they play if you believe just stand up on your feet people uh yeah uh toronto toronto fc uh who has probably the that stands for football club yeah Football. The best, probably the best uh, attacking duo in the league. Um, they have three of the best DPs in the league. I mean, it's they're really good. They were. That's uh, a designated player for all those folks oh, yeah. out there who don't. So they were. They were uh, the MLS Cup runner-up last year. So they lost in the championship game, basically. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm excited. Uh, we went to the. I went on Saturday yeah, to the stadium. To I uh, got to hear some of the, the coaches speak and uh, get a free Chick-fil-A That's chicken how biscuit. sick I was. I missed Chick-fil-A. season tickets at Rio Tinto and Wizarding Days. And That's Chick-fil-A. how sick I was. I don't care about yeah. Chick-fil-A. Well, and, I try and boycott and now, Chick-fil-A because they're kind of homophobic. Yeah, they're really homophobic. The stuff good chicken. And... The uh, little <laughs> little Caesars is in the stadium now, so that's big news. No more shitty fucking gross ass concessions. New pizza. pizza. What pizza? What new pizza? We haven't seen the commercials for their new like barbecue like. Have you ever heard awesome of a DVR pizza? Uh, no, actually, I, pr- I might be possibly the only person that doesn't own one. Are you serious? Yes, I am absolutely I serious. Anymore. I got yeah. rid of cable. Yeah, but see, you don't have cable. That's the difference. 
You have cable, right? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have a DVR. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's crazy. You got hotel. Room you cable. know it's. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't need porn magazines. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first off, porn is on the internet for free. Just so you know. Yes. I'm throwing that that's out true. there. Even in hotel rooms, porn is free on the internet. Yes. Um, as long as the Wi-Fi is good. Yeah, and if it's not, just hotspot your phone. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's extra costs I'm accruing for porn. But, you know, in the DVR world of 2017, I know it's this mystical, faraway Well, land. why don't you just go on Little Caesar's website and look it up? It oh. looks delicious. I might. I might. Okay. They tried that bacon-wrapped crust for a little while. Not very good. Do you know it's good? They're pretzel crust, though. But I don't eat pizza there anymore, so. I'm not a big fan of the pretzel crust I just crust love their breadsticks. Crazy bread. Everybody buys the $5 hot and ready anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, all this other stuff's good, but fuck $5 yeah. for a pizza? I mean, come on. That, that's cheaper than frozen pizzas. You can't get a fresh out of for that. So. I don't eat pizza anymore. That will never that's come true. out of I'll my mouth. I only eat breadsticks. What? I had pizza last night. I don't eat pizza anymore. No, I love pizza. I love pizza. <laughs> <laughs> One of my guilty pleasures in life is to go buy a shitty anymore. frozen pizza. Not like Totino's. Like, sometimes Totino's are good, but I like... Like the Tonys or the Red Tonys, Baron. for sure, on the rack with the crusty bottom. Yeah. I will <laughs> fucking eat one of those in a sitting. And I should that never, one, ever do that. That is one not thing really I can that big if you think about it. And not crave. But I mean, I know. They're like, <laughs> no, but right, they're not so that if big. You're, if you're thinking of a 1,200 calorie diet, that's your day. Oh, I know. Oh, it's probably <laughs> more than your day. It actually is probably more it's than about, your no, day. No, no, no. <laughs> Trust me. It's about the same as your day. Now, if you really want to fuck your diet over, go get one of those like hostess hand pies. Uh, yeah, those fucking things are like uh, six hundred calories a piece. That's true. Wow, like the, the chocolate like pudding the fruit ones. Mm-hmm. All Any of them. Of them. Fruit yeah. and all people beware. Pop tarts are two servings. And two. guess what? Let's let's uh, since since we had a conversation about our famous soda shacks here, oh, let's yeah. talk about how many calories are in those cookies, oh, girls. No kidding. They're at least two hundred and fifty. Nope, they're more than oh, that. They're fucking well, that's what I was saying. At least that's like in up just a basic. Nope, way really? more than that. Are those yep. the, the cookies at those soda shop yes. dinners. I don't. I don't What's think special? I've ever had one from there. What's special about them? They're just fat kid food. Yeah. Oh. Are they just huge? Or? They're, they're, they're just big cookies. sugar cookies sugar covered cookies in butter frosting. Butter frosting. Oh, so like the, oh, the, the grandma's ones. ones? Frosting on yeah, but homemade. Uh, but homemade. Okay. Better. So okay. even even worse. The ones that I've had from the <laughs> the one shop that he has the company or whatever with, they don't have that. They have like their own. Like his her sister makes them in a kitchen. Remember straws? No, but they're still the same. But I didn't have calories. that kind of a cookie, so I was picturing like just your regular sugar cookie without the frosting. Oh uh, yeah, no, they yeah, most of them frost them all. Uh, and there's other cookies that a lot of them sell. That's a big, big piece of what they sell is those cookies. So, um, but yeah, so back to RSL real quick. Just and you're probably gonna get sick of me talking about them, but they are they are a local Utah they're local, thing, and they're probably. Um, one of our biggest, if not our biggest, over the jazz. Uh, yeah. Well, our average attendance is probably higher at RSL games. You win I more games. Um, and average attendance for Major League Soccer Sometimes. games is actually higher than NBA games. I believe it. Um, so, uh, anyway, so they did put up, I noticed when I was there at the stadium, they put up new, so they've been, they said they were going to do this and they finally did it. There are new box seats now in the center. On the east side. On the east side of the stadium. Which kind of sucks because when I have to run to the bathroom because I drink too much beer and I can't wait till halftime, 
I used to be able to run along the back and watch the game. And then when there was enough break and I'm like, okay, then nothing's going to happen for a minute. I could dart across to the bathroom. <laughs> well, now I can't do that because there's a big fucking block. Oh, I was of wondering why room. you were so upset. See, I just don't ever go to the bathroom there because women's bathrooms and <laughs> stadiums are just <laughs> I'm just thankful there's no troughs. Because I remember back in the late 90s, like yeah, University of Utah troughs. Oh, yeah. Go to go to you know football game. And talk you about go, your tips touching, dude. <laughs> not that. Not only that, you got like overspray everywhere. That's Ew. like ha- what? What show? Oh, it was. Uh, I think it's uh, Bob's Burgers, and uh, it might. No, it's got to be Bob's Burgers, and they go to uh, like a professional NFL game, <laughs> and. Gene is just completely traumatized by the bathrooms. Like he has to go to the bathroom and he finally goes. It might not be Bob's Burgers. It might be something else. It might be another one of those cartoons. The worst was the, but it's the old round ones. Oh, God. There'd be like three of them and they were round. <laughs> yeah. So you could all stand around. Yeah. You're like, what, touching like look at each other? Yeah. He smiled. Or, or you do this. Yeah, you just, well, that's <laughs> the problem. And the that's time. the problem, right? Like if there's no barrier between, because yeah. you, you don't want to get caught like, Looking over the stall <laughs> and like checking out the next guy's penis. So you're like just staring off. And then why don't you just look down at your happens. own penis? Because when you look down, like your eyes could drag over or it could be misconstrued as dragging over and you just don't want to look at another guy's oh dick. Oh my gosh. So, so thankful to be a woman right but now. But that's the problem. You look up, you close your eyes. I like the bathrooms that put up advertisements in front of you. So at least you got something to read while you're peeing. <laughs> well, no wonder that you guys are peeing everywhere. You don't ever look where you're going. Yeah. And then that on top of having a lot of alcohol in you. I mean, it's just a bad, bad It does man. say a lot about guys that. You go into a sports stadium and it just smells like stale piss in the bathroom. Oh, you so walk bad. out and immediately after you're nauseous while you're in there. You walk <laughs> out and you're like, air. "Hot dog sounds good." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> women's, women's restrooms are just gross. Like just in general, well, they're just gross. This is what I've seen in like big like like some women's restrooms are kept nice. Like usually at like a place of employment because people are embarrassed about the people they work with. Uh, <laughs> You go to like a fucking stadium or something. Women have like, they're like, I can't sit on a toilet seat. So I put all this toilet paper around it and then I hover and I piss all over it. So now it's, it's like pasted onto the seat. And then they don't push it. And then, the yeah, seat. I don't, oh, it's my piss. I don't want to touch my piss. So I'm going to leave it here for the next bitch to come in and sit on. So I think I'll take the trough. Yep. For 500. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly. You're well, right. and the beauty of being a guy is if both of our bathrooms are taken up, I can go in the sink. I can go out in the backyard. Oh, hey, don't go in the sink. <laughs> You gotta I, go. It goes to the same I, place. I know what the answer is. <laughs> think Harry Potter. Think think like the where they wash their hands, where the Chamber of Secrets is, but toilets yeah. instead of sinks. They're all facing outward. You there get you like go. six to eight toilets, yeah. all facing away. Nobody's looking at anything but the outside walls. There you go. There you go. Everybody's happy. You got a These are the things idea. you think about when you're delivering mail. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got a lot you of could time like, on your hands. Yeah, you could mark it on that. Uh, so, a couple things to note for the season, um, and then I'll shut up about RSL and we can do real events. Um, so, there's two new teams in the league this year, Minnesota and Atlanta. Um, and then RSL, Atlanta. RSL lost some big pieces, so we lost Javier Morales. Uh, we lost Burrito Martinez. Mm. Um, but at least lost, nobody gained Burrito. Uh, yeah, he just went back to Argentina. Um, Argentina. Javi went down to Dallas. Um, that was a real travesty what happened there. But we picked up uh, a bunch of other folks. That um, young kid, right? The biggest one is, is Rusnik, uh, who is a, I think, Slovenian, Slovakian, 
He's a, a desert, Slovakian designated player. He's from player. Slovenia. Uh, was playing over in Europe, doing really, really well, uh, and uh, he wanted to come here. And so now we have him, and that's the same position Javi played. And what's big there is he is a, a high-dollar player as a young player. So it, like when David Beckham came over to MLS, he was at the end of his career. Like He was on the downside of his career. Um, it was huge because his name's so big, and that's kind of how it's been. Is we pick up players at like twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty years old. This at kid's the end what nineteen, career. right? Yeah, this kid's young. He's like, I don't, I think he's actually in his early twenties, mm-hmm. like maybe twenty one, twenty two. So he's like primo time of his career. Like we can resell him in six years and still make money on him. That's like, that real like thrift estate. store. It's business. It's a commodity. It is business. So, so that's something to watch for. Um, so. If you are interested in going to the game, you can get tickets, uh, rsl.com. Um, I suggest getting them as quickly as possible. But even bigger than that, go to the tailgate lot. It's the lot off the 90th South. Uh, it's on the, the bitch to get in and the bitch to get out. Uh, it's easy to get in. It's very hard to get out of after the it's game. It's like you sauna. However, starting at 11 o'clock, um, every year, uh, one of the supporter groups, Section 26. Uh, Which we are not a part of because they are not standers. Um, but... Anyway, they they host a homebrew competition, the first home game of the year. That's cool. So starting at 11, um, there's a small fee. I think it's like five bucks or something. You get a glass, and you get to have as much homebrew as you can drink. Wow. Uh, so you get to try a lot of stuff. They do voting. Someone wins. There's a trophy. Take on that challenge, Chris. And they do a chili challenge in the fall. So. Some Chris has gotten into the chili challenge be- before, and he, and he didn't win. But a whole bunch of people came up to him afterwards and were like, was totally fixed because we've been talking and everybody we talked yeah. to voted for you. So we don't know how you didn't win. Because <laughs> it probably was fixed. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, but it was still fun because like he was literally scraping because people were like, everybody told me I should yeah, like, check your chili Fucking out. shit's like burnt onto the bottom of the pan. <laughs> and I'm like fucking scraping it out for people. They're like, oh, it's cool. It's good. Maybe that's why you didn't win. <laughs> I'm just guessing. It could be. No, because then they take the their spoon. Like we were literally just stopped handing out cups and we're just, just handing, handing out, out spoons. Spoonfuls. And they're like, "Ooh, this is good." That's cool. You got to do chili for us one night, Chris. Uh, okay, you've had my chili, so don't make it out like you've never had it. Have I? I think so. I'll make it for you. Yeah. What kind of chili is it? Uh, I make a. Uh, I make a like a three bean pork loin chili. <laughs> we had it. Sounds good. <laughs> you did, huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. I did make it for you, you fuckers. Did. Like not that long oh, ago. Yeah. Dicks. Now I remember. <laughs> that was second. To be to be fair, it was it was leftover. I want second chili. It, so. That's right. It was good. It was leftover. I had to re. The next day, it it's, for it's hotter. Is it like a chili verde style? No. Oh, okay. No, like chili con carne. Like chunky. Oh, okay. Nice. Really chunky chili. Yeah. yeah good stuff. Not not for hot dogs. <laughs> for that, you want like chili. A, you can eat with a fork. There you go. Uh, anyway, events you could eat besides RSL. Work. I mean, RSL. We're a half cool, hour in. Let's get to events. <laughs> well, that was an event, you fucking dick. No, it was on my <laughs> list. Actually, there's another event that you should talk about as well. Which one? Saltcom Board Game Convention. Oh, yeah. that's a, Is that this weekend? That, that is, is this weekend. weekend at the Davis uh, Convention Center yeah, in Layton. Yeah, so up in, uh, in Layton. Layton. Um, SaltCon. So, uh, if you like games, if you like board games, uh, tabletop, RPGs, uh, Magic the Gathering, any of that kind of stuff. Um, hey, maybe that'd be a good place to start hawking your cards. Uh, I mean, maybe. But like, like advertise, just be like, slip cards and be like, this yeah, is what I'm selling it for. It's a lot of work. Um, I'll make you the cards. So SaltCon <laughs> is a uh, an annual gaming convention. It is not like the 
Salt Lake Gaming Convention. Um, right, not to be confused. Yeah, not to be confused at all. This is the entire thing that you're doing here is playing games. Yes. There's well, not there's not panels. It's all yes, board games. No, games. that's lies. Are they doing panels this year? It is lies. There are yes. some panels. There are the panels. Stuff. There's tournaments. There's role playing. But the panels are the panels are mostly like how to play certain games. Well, they have demos too. Yeah, they demos. have them listed completely separately yeah. this time. So there's also a flea market. There's game swaps. It's a really cool event. Like if if you like games at all, it's totally worth going up there, spending the day. You'll get to play board games all damn day. Um, you can enter into tournaments. There's no video games. It's all board games. So tickets are not available online anymore. No, you just buy them at the day. door. They're sixty bucks. Um, it runs from the second to the fifth. And that's for the whole weekend. The sixty yeah. bucks is for the whole yep. like four days, right? Three days. Three, four, four, three. Touch know. paper press. Uh, had a Ninja Family picnic there one year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they do a lot of giveaways and stuff like that. Uh, it's a really, really cool event. Uh, it's totally worth it. It's totally worth it if you if you like board games. If you don't like board games, eh, probably. you probably shouldn't go. If then the, what else is coming up this week? If the only board game you like is Monopoly, I probably wouldn't go either. <laughs> Some Candyland cosplay. <laughs> that could be cool. Those should be like Wreck It Ralph. It'd be like Penelope I and stuff do like that. Ralph. You could do Wreck It Ralph for sure. We've told Chris that he should go as Wreck It Ralph, and I go as Penelope von Sweets. He wants me to go as the Princess Penelope on Sweets because everybody else goes as her with all the candies in her hair. That is true. Even when she's the princess, though, she has all the candy in her hair. But, I mean, the she's like, her hair is different, though. I told Crit over the weekend that I want to go as Beetlejuice when he has all the spikes out of him when he's dancing towards the whorehouse. (laughs) Because there's actually a... There's actually... That's awesome. Travis has a picture of himself as Wreck-It Ralph. That's amazing. Nice. That Um, is cool. So Crit actually has a story about that costume, which when we have him on, um, we'll have him tell. So... um, some other cool events that are happening. So, drag brunch and drag dinner are going weekend after weekend after weekend now. Every week. So, it's every weekend? The club, yep. The club has <laughs> asked them to uh, provide an event. Um, so, brunch will be the 5th, the 19th, and the 26th. Um, and then the dinners have moved from Friday to Saturdays, and that's the 11th. And then they'll move into April, and there'll be two events. Uh, so Which they're doing we- weekly. I'll basically. talk about yeah uh, at the first of the month and just give all the dates. Um, you know they're still packing the house and good for them. Yeah, that's fantastic. Actually, yeah. that's really good. How yeah. how did Harriet the, just uh, had an awesome write up in uh, Q Salt Lake from Michael Aaron and finally gave her props for being the the uh, brainchild behind it and and I sent him a message and I was like thank you for finally recognizing the hard work that Harriet's done for this and because um, Jason Cosmo is the one that's usually written about because this is the Viva La Divas, his show, um, but it's Harriet's yeah, how do the How do the performers feel about that doing, I mean, essentially a show every they week? Put, they put in so much work. Yeah, I mean, they're, I know they're practicing all the time. Um, you know, yeah, it's. Are they gonna I be guess able to, they're fine because they're doing. Yeah, I mean that's it. that's what's crazy to me because you don't. I mean, people don't think about it, but it's a lot of work to put on a show like that and right to and do it's it twice not, in a month. So I mean, if you no. were to go to like a regular drag show, um, your queen's just gonna perform a song and and it's gonna be over and done with. Yeah. I mean, they've added group numbers yeah, this time. They, they did Rocky stuff, Horror right? and they did Cats. Um, 
yeah, every time they have a different choreographed number. And so, yeah, it is a lot. They're, they're working really hard. So. Well, that's cool. That's, it's great to see that, uh, that success happening there. Yeah. So I'll talk about that at the beginning of, of each month. That way I can lay out all the dates. Um, something awesome. Maybe I'll actually go to one now. (laughs) (laughs) Something else that's awesome this weekend is the Utah Music Fest and it's being hosted by City Weekly. It is also, um, being, presented by five wives our amigos and mm. it is going the second to the fifth is a 54 bands in 12 venues over those oh, days whoa, whoa, they're cool. all local bands um you pay for your um pass which i believe is 25 dollars, and it gets you into all of those venues over that four day period 25 bucks 25 bucks wow and some and the wow. proceeds go to um some Utah charities. They didn't have them. No, let's be clear. I'm a total supporter. Utah has a great music scene. We have a lot of great local bands. I guarantee you some of those bands are not great. Well, I know, but still <laughs> 20 bucks. And, and they're also, I believe at this event, um, they have an opportunity to vote one of these bands into the Twilight series. Oh, nice. So That's cool. That's really I think cool. that I could have understood that wrong, but I mean, you have metros involved, ice house, bar named Sue, Kilby court, urban lounge, the Royal, some I mean, really uh, there. yeah, there's tons. I can, I can write them all down. Um, speaking of music, another, well, let's be um, honest, you could have. I could have, <laughs> not really if you see my page, but, um, <laughs> thanks guys. Fucking lazy. Uh, <laughs> yes, pretty much. Uh, you called it tragic black for the show. Tragic black. Our buddy Derek and his band. Are they going to be performing? No, they have an oh. event at area 51 on Saturday called American Gothic. There's another band playing too. Oh yeah. And well, doesn't Area 51 do a, a few of those a year? Um, I, I don't, I'm not sure, but it was really cool reading the description because it's really a throwback to goth music. They're even have a makeup artist on hand to I get you ready. I think he talked about and, this when we interviewed him. Um, I don't recall that. Yeah, I, they were just announced, so I'm oh. not sure. Um, but that is Saturday. Uh, get down to Area 51 and, you know, relive your confetti's days. Uh, I, I just ha- drive past it all the time. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, another cool event is the 10th annual Urban Chariot Pub Crawl. Oh. If you don't know anything about this event, this was so fun to read about. Basically, it's like people getting shopping carts and decorating them and getting teams. And each one of their stops is announced on Facebook. From what I stand, the, understand, the day of. So they're going and it's a it's a race. It's it's a human dog race, like dog sled race. <laughs> <laughs> so, but they have to drink at each stop. Yeah. So, but it's held the first Saturday of every. <laughs> so March. by the end, it's a little sloppy. Yeah, and and uh, kind of yeah. Like it's the show. sorry it, the to quote it, the urban version of a dog sled race was what it was. <laughs> but it starts at um, for South and West Temple at two o'clock, um, and on Watch Saturday. Out for the humping. Oh my gosh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> so, you know, interestingly enough, we couldn't have done that, um, you know, 20 years ago because of the way the club laws worked. Um, the, to go to a bar like that, you would have had to pay at an entry fee yes, every time. You get There's no way an event like that would have worked 20 years ago here. Yeah. Uh, it does now, though, because they changed those laws. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, so my last event is actually why we have Travis here today. Um, to talk about is the Golden Spike comedy event, which is uh, we're talking about it a week early because it's the 8th to the 11th. But we wanted to make sure that 
um, people get their tickets because the lineup is a massive, and I have a feeling that it's gonna sell. So what's it actually? What's it actually called, Travis? It's the Golden Spike Comedy Festival and Podcast Festival. It's it's got podcasts as well. Um, yeah, tickets are selling like really really well for a lot of these shows. A lot of a lot of the comedy festivals. I mean, this is a first year festival, and there's a lot of really good ones out there that industry goes to, and all all, all the comedians want to get into. And this is going to be like that for sure. I mean, just. Right now they've got, let's see, just Mar- it goes March 8th to March 11th. Right now they've got About Last Night. That's a podcast. That'll be a live podcast taping. That's Adam Ray and uh, Brad Williams. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Jason Muse from all the Clerks movies. Jay and Silent Bob. Jay and Silent Bob. Silent Bob. <laughs> Jason J. He's going to be at one of the and venues. And Zach and Mary make porno with my favorite. Don't ever say pull out on me again. <laughs> <laughs> so he'll he'll be there also March eighth. There's going to be lots of shows at actual Wise Guys. That one's twenty one and up, but there's going to be three other rooms, and they're all eighteen and up. Well, and crazy. Jason Muse, Jason Muse will be eighteen and up. Uh, you'll also have T.J. Miller. That one might actually be sold out already. I know. What? I didn't see him on the lineup. They announced him like less Pay than attention. a week ago, and it was already. Like half sold in one day. That's crazy. That's awesome. So it's going really fast. The Well Read Comedy Tour. I don't know if you guys are familiar familiar with the Liberal Rednecks. Mm-hmm. No, but it sounds like we should be. Yeah, they're going to be there March tenth. That one's probably pretty cool to be sold out. I'm as I'm pretty well. sure Chris is an honorary Liberal Redneck. <laughs> oh yeah, you betcha. <laughs> they're actually they're really funny. Uh, Never not funny. That's going to be a live podcast taping. Jimmy Pardo. Do you guys know Jimmy Pardo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that one. He's very funny. And then uh, Margaret Cho will be there Saturday oh. night. She's I like her. She's going to be crazy. actually at Wise Guys. And then the dollop. You guys, have you ever heard the dollop? I, I haven't. Not. I actually wasn't familiar with the dollop until they got booked in this festival. And it's an amazing podcast. One guy, Dave Anthony, does all the research on these obscure. It's a lot of times it's historical facts. Sometimes it's it's modern things. And then he has a, a comic friend, Gareth Reynolds, and he just kind of reacts to everything Dave is telling him. And it, the back and forth is just hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> There's one, my favorite, my personal favorite, it's called Tencent Beer Night. And it's about uh, when the <laughs> Cleveland Indians in the 70s had a Tencent Beer Night and it went horribly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Fans were tearing apart the bleachers right now like, on the field. This is beating. like MST3K podcast version, like history. <laughs> yeah, sort of. I mean, it, it's amazing. That's awesome. But besides that, there's going to be lots of, I mean, those are the big shows. But there's tons of comics that are going to be there, like, I don't know, 45, something like that. Altogether, a lot of them. Some of them are local guys like me. And then there's also people coming from out of state. And there's going to be all sorts of uh, different lineups all over the place. And you can get a pass for that. And it's. Uh, are there like four other venues that are involved? Three. Okay. They're actually empty spaces at the gateway right now. It's oh. One, one will be the old. It was the old La Jolla, which is right next to Wise Guys. That was a restaurant. So oh, they're yeah, going to have, that. that's going to be like a 150 seater. And then the old uh, anthropology store, mm. that one they think is going to seat about 500. Wow. That's where a lot of, like Jason Muse will be there. And then the little, the old JMR. And that's going to seat like 50. JMR and the Chalk Garden. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be, sounds like a band. There'll be all sorts of smaller room, shows. I know, but it sounds with like a band. probably, uh, eight to ten comics on those and those smaller shows you can get a pass 
and it's the two for 20 pass. And you get basically for 20 bucks, you can go to 20 different shows. That's awesome. I mean, the bigger shows don't count as that because those are going to be sold out most likely. 20 shows, though. That's a ton. That's really cool. That's a lot of stand-up. Are I'm they doing anything at the Wise Guys in Ogden, too? Uh, Chris Red will be at Wise Guys in Ogden that weekend. And he's really funny. He'll be doing stuff during the festival the first couple nights as well. But he'll be up there Friday and Saturday. Did I see this goes as far down as Moab? Was that? Or are they just... Some, something there's a sponsor maybe oh, or maybe somebody's coming from there or like something. Moab or something i think moab yeah they might be a sponsor because they've also got corona sponsoring a room uh pbr is doing a room and maybe it might be moab brewery doing the bigger room but Are yeah they it's the all liberal rednecks pbr no <laughs> they're actually they'll be at wise guys <sighs> so this is all put on by wise guys basically keith stubbs did all the work it's stressing him out but it's going to be worth it it's going to be a lot of fun what's all this for is it just to have a comedy festival basically yeah just to spread comedy throughout salt lake so more people will get into it is he helping it'll turn into like an annual thing yeah for sure another big oh, one was awesome. just announced in san francisco another, they, a really? big comedy festival uh-huh. is it san francisco sketch fest because that one's been around for a while nope. that one's huge brand new really i, I heard, heard on entertainment weekly radio today on my way over ah that is big so it's just it's it's great to see. I mean, Utah's got a great comedy scene. One of the I used to go to the comedy club almost every weekend, and I will say that if you go every weekend, probably back it off to like once <laughs> once a month, <laughs> unless you have like a special engagement that you're going out to see. Because uh, I mean, sometimes you do get bogged down with the same local guys doing the same bits. Right. Uh, if you're going every single weekend, and we um, try to mix it up, but. You also want to kill every time, and if you know, yeah. if you've got a ten minutes, you know it's going to kill. That's what you're going to go with. Yeah, you want to kill. Yeah, well, especially if you're opening for someone big, and you want to get the the room, you know, going. Right, right, for sure. And you definitely want the person to, the big person to watch your best ten minutes. So. <laughs> you don't want to see him work workshopping yeah. ten minutes of jokes. You're like, sweet Jim Gaffigan. You just watched thirty minutes of shit. <laughs> Great. This was. Should have fucking done this on open mic night. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you looking forward to uh, working with when they're here? Uh, I mean, I guess you know TJ, uh, Jimmy Pardo for sure. For those of you that didn't see, because we're on a podcast, he lifted up his phone and was like, "Fucking the whole list." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there really is a lot of really great people that are going to be here. So. Everybody come and check it out. It's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's it's a a, a great way to spend uh, an hour or two, um, or you know, four days if you have a yeah, lot. Yeah, it's of free basically time. four straight nights, all at the Gateway. One one place to park. You, I mean, all is it so? It's all at the Gateway Wise Guys. Yeah, it's all at which the is, South End. Actually. Which is, by the way, if you guys haven't been to that new Wise Guys in the Gateway, it's fucking awesome. It's, it's beautiful. huge. Um, it's the old. So what was it? Balducci. It was like Balducci for a while. It was like a was it like a like Tony Roma's macaroni grill initially or something something like that. No, but it was it was, it was a it was an Italian restaurant for a long time. It's on the corner. Um, it was Dopo. Yeah. So it was like the south. Uh, was it the south east corner of the yeah, gateway? It, uh, and it's it's a huge space. They've really done a good job. Uh, Keith's done a great job of of getting that place. Uh, it, you know, if you've been to some of the other stages, like if you were had been to Trolley, it's a great location in terms of just the atmosphere, but it was really small. It was really small, and 
the sound never was right no, in that exactly, room. It just exactly. the the sound just bounced around. That was where the well, old Hard Rock Cafe was, wasn't it? Yeah, they took yeah. That right. Space. And, and even like the the positioning of people wasn't great. Uh, and even like the like West Valley, the big room in West Valley, it's not the big room anymore because it's smaller. I think. Well, it's not it's, there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> but it was this place is is I would say two to three times the size of of the. Um, it's it's about the same. Is it really? Valley. Yeah, it, it looks bigger. There's a much bigger kitchen. It's longer too, I think. Right? Yeah, it's a little bit longer. It's it's not as wide. It was wide. The thing about the West Valley location and also the Ogden, the Ogden was like a miniature, miniature version of West Valley. If you guys ever have a chance to go to an Ogden show, definitely go to an Ogden show because the energy there is amazing because it's kind of a it's they wider. They drink more in Ogden. They what? They drink more. Yeah. They <laughs> but it, it's kind of wider. And the ceilings are low, so that laughter just bounces oh, right back. Right back. The co- it hits the comic, and it's got such a good energy. And the new location has that too. Ceilings a little higher. That's those are tall. It's a little bit. Yeah, they're they are, they are <laughs> pretty tall. <laughs> they're vaulted or something. It <laughs> sounds big. so much better than Trolley did. I don't yeah. know if it's because of the rafters. This place has like the the drop ceiling in the yeah. top, so it's a little softer. It doesn't bounce around and go all over the place. It's a it's a great location. It really is. I was out there uh, trying to sell Keith a point of sale system for it oh. when he was first putting it in. And, uh, yeah, it's a it's just an absolutely wonderful location. It's even bigger now. They've, they've knocked walls down. Yeah, that's it seats he was like talking about three twenty now. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. How did you get involved with this? You kind of brought it up when we had you on months ago i think you actually one of our first guests like back in the summer yeah and uh so how did how did you get involved and how did you stay involved with as big as i mean that's 40 comics is a lot i'll be honest i'm not even that super involved with it i'm just friends with keith and he's done almost all the work i mean he'll bounce things off of me and a couple other guys or ask for a little bit of input but 99 percent of it is is all him so but as far as being involved with it, as soon as he brought it up, it was something I was like, yeah, we got to do this. And he just, he's been working on it for months and months. Yeah. It could be like the up and coming comedy place. This could be huge. And he's, I mean, Keith's a dedicated dude. He brings in really good acts. I mean, wise guys. That's, that's one thing a lot of people don't think about when they think of Utah is a comedy scene. Utah has a really good comedy scene. We we do. And we, we bring in amazing acts. If you've heard of a comedian, they've either either been there or he's trying to get them. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. matter how big they are. Louis C.K.'s been there. Bill Burr's been there. Yeah. yeah. And these guys are coming to, you know, a comedy club, not not Kingsbury Hall. Right. It's not a huge. It's, it's not and a. they do that, 2000, too. Yeah. I mean, they do, certainly. But, you know, they come do these more intimate shows at Wise Guys. It's a better energy. Yeah, and they'll do, you know, three, four shows a weekend. They might do two here and then two up in Ogden. Or He's he's really good about getting great talent out here. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I love doing it. And honestly, outside of, you know, the, the, the Hollywood-style comics, we have really good local talent. We've got, you know, people like Travis that, that are fantastic. We've got Jay Whitaker, who, if you've never heard him, is, is hilarious. Marcus is, is a really funny guy who was... Some last comic standing, wasn't he? Yeah. Like Does he perform much around here anymore? I don't know. He'll be at the festival, Usually, won't he? Yeah, he'll be at the festival. Jay will be there too. He yeah. tours a lot now, though, too, doesn't he? Uh, 
Yeah, he, he does a, a lot. He, does he's he? doing stuff mm-hmm. with his uh, musical impression show, him and Guy oh, okay. Seidel do. But yeah, they're they're traveling a lot doing that. So yeah, I mean we've we've got really good talent here. We've got a lot of great female comics. We have a ton of really good female comics. Like mm-hmm. Melissa Merlot is fantastic. I was telling my um, aunt she needs to go to open mic because she would kill it. I'm hosting tomorrow night. Tell her to go tomorrow night. <laughs> make sure she has a nice intro. <laughs> when are when nice are the open show. when are the open mics over at White? It's guys? basically every Wednesday except for when the festival's going. <laughs> that, uh, we're, we're gonna bump open mic for a train wreck? Are they fun or sometimes some like, sometimes they're a train wreck. It's a mix because I'm sure. anybody that gets there and signs up can go up and do three minutes and some people are batshit crazy. <laughs> as nice as but you I got i mean you can. gotta learn yeah, somewhere nice. like i guarantee you i know travis you're you know a comedic god but um i guarantee the first time you did you probably weren't that great were you no i mean i did well enough that i wanted to come back but yeah looking back at, at the jokes i was doing they were very i mean they were what they should be they were very basic he's like a black guy a white guy and a mexican walk into a bar <laughs> no, I- <laughs> I know one joke I did. Uh, <laughs> I haven't done it in a few years. Uh, do you think uh, when Sarah Jessica Parker goes horseback riding, the horse just considers it a piggyback? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's when I did my very first set. So I would have laughed. Uh-huh. It got a good so. enough laugh. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, open mic. There are there are you know good seasoned comics testing out new material uh and there's people that have never done it before trying it for the first time so there's always a uh, there's always a, a mix there at least in my experience a fun a fun thing to do if you're going to watch an open mic is try and figure out who is a seasoned comic and who is new <laughs> because at open mic honestly it's hard to tell sometimes because it if you're a decent seasoned comic you should be doing a brand new three minutes every open mic. Is it and, yeah. like three minutes times? There's no, oh, this is going really well. We're going to give you a couple extra minutes. No, I mean, if if you headline quite a bit or sometimes people will drop in that are that are like national guys, they get like five minutes maybe. But yeah, it's never more than that. I'm sure it feels like an eternity. Like three minutes probably feels like an eternity. It can. If you're doing, <laughs> sure. if you're doing new stuff, I imagine yeah. it does. It's, yeah. Uh, so you got, you got people that have been doing it a while doing brand new stuff. And you probably think, oh, this guy's terrible. And then you can get somebody who it's their first time. They've been writing that for five years and they go up and all their friends are there to watch them. And you think this guy's amazing. <laughs> it's 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 a, it equalizes. It, it's amazing how sometimes you can't tell. So another event that our good friend Travis has. Another look at the event, man. Just I know. Fucking look at this event. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. She's all uh, over it tonight. It's awesome. She is. She brought us tacos, by the way. I don't know if you had one. She didn't bring me a taco. She brought me a taco salad. It was delicious. She did. She's awesome. She's <laughs> like, I don't know if you're still eating healthy, but I got this for you just in case because these fucking tacos, yeah, they're not part of any diet plan you've ever heard of. They're actually really not that bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure the stuff. I'm pretty sure the Cool Ranch Dorito tacos are probably <laughs> not that great for you. <laughs> I never eat them. So Chris know. loves Cool Ranch Doritos. I do. Those tacos are really good. They're not the nacho cheese ones are actually better than the Cool Ranch ones. I think personally, but I never tried one. So Travis is headlining. I know we're like a couple months out, but 
they have a May the 4th event. May the 4th That's be right. with you. That's why yep. I chose that day. And for those of you, you that don't it. know why May the 4th awesome. is, is a special fun day, fuck you. Go watch Star Wars. Well, <laughs> who doesn't know Star Wars? Dun, Come on. Dun, I'm sure there's dun. like three people out there. They should at least lie about None it. None of the ones that listen to this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, if you listen to this and you don't know Star Wars, fuck you. Go watch Star Wars. Any and of them. go see Travis. Any of yes. them, but episode one, really just... In, just don't watch the first three if you've never seen Star Wars before. Don't let that. There's some good stuff oh, in there. There is, there them. is, but don't let those taint you. Watch a good one first. Yeah, go back and watch those last. Just watch them in the order that they were made, like everyone else. So four, did. five, and yeah. six. One, two, and three. Seven. seven. Three point five. No, the, the real 3. way. 5. The way you're supposed to watch them is like it's it's. One, two, three, and that's it's like one, two. Are you just making this shit up? No, there's an order. There's I don't fucking order. remember. <laughs> like one, two, three. three no, no, no. Five. It's like it's like it's like watch a New Hope first. So when I say one and two, I mean a New Hope, and then um, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and then you watch Episode two and Episode three, and then you watch um, Return of the Jedi, because I mean the, one of the big things with with. Empire Strikes Back is when Luke finds out Darth Vader is his father. That's one of the biggest reveals Spoiler. in movie history. <laughs> oh, if you crap. watch any of the prequels, you're like, oh, right. fuck, of course it's his father. And so it doesn't make right. as much sense. Of course, sense. Darth Vader is German for dark father. Interestingly enough, in that order, episode one not included because it's a piece of shit and doesn't play any kind of part in yeah, any of the actual Darth fucking Maul. story, though. Darth Maul is Darth one Maul. of the cool And I stars. love that song. But, uh, point, really? Midichlorians? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's plausible. Yeah. Well, you got an STD, so Sus- you're a Jedi now. Suspend your disbelief. But no, yeah. it's stupid. It's May stupid. the fourth. And, so and May the fourth. Anyway, anyway, in a fucking racist like <laughs> anyway, Gungan. Like anyway, what is this? Anyway, sorry. Anyway, we're so, talking about Travis's comedy. Up, I'll be I'll be at the downtown Wise Guys May the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be headlining. I know my buddy Jacob Lee is going to be on the show. I'm going to try and get some other. Really I've good comics on the show. Yeah, he's got all the Utah videos. So when you headline, up. what's your time frame? Uh, I'll be doing an hour. Oh, yeah. that's going to be my best hour. Uh, last time I headlined, I was really proud of the hour. I've got like 15 more minutes on top of that, so I'm going to cut some of that out. I'm really excited about about the hour I'm going to do. I want to get as many people there as I can. So Sweet. Friend me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Whatever. I don't care. Come find me at... Uh, at FanX, I'll be there. I'll, I'm doing a Supernatural panel. That'll be fun. Awesome. But yeah, come see me on May the 4th at Wise Guys, 730. It's only five bucks. It's a five bucks. Oh, show. wow. Yeah. What are the, uh, what's the over under on, on uh, the Comic Con guys ever getting the actual Supernatural actors here? Uh, I know they've got Any a of the contract three. with another group, which prevents them from coming here. But they uh, get, they get a lot of the, the secondary characters. Yeah. Which is yeah. cool. Because, like, I mean, Alicia... Uh, just had a huge convention down in Vegas. It's fantastic. But, like, yeah. it's it's the three big ones. It's it's Mi- Mishra. Is it Misha? Misha? Misha. Misha. And what are the two guys' names? Hey, Asbutt. That's, yeah. that's Castiel's know. line. I can't remember those two, the, what their <laughs> actual names are. I can't remember their names either. It's uh, Jared Padalecki yes. and Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Yes, good job. Jared and Jensen. You better and you know this if you're doing a panel. Look, yeah. Let me be clear. <laughs> let me be clear. I love Supernatural. I'm like two and a half. I think seasons we're two and a half. Se- My problem is, is I can't remember where I ended, 
And so, so I, was, I just sit there on again. Netflix and I stare at it for a minute and go, oh, I think I watched this one. And I'm already like 15 minutes into it. Now it's just too late to start another one. Just I gotta know move along. one of them died and they're both back to life. That's yeah, but they, I've already been look, through all that. They've died like <laughs> fucking four times. It's like a comic and book. I've, and I've seen, the, I've seen the kids. I know the kid's dead. And so let me tell you. So here's the thing with Supernatural. I got hooked on it early on. My friend Angie. She brings it over because we watch a lot of shitty ass B-rate horror movies like fucking Killer Clowns from Outer Space <laughs> and Poultry Geist, Poultry and, Geist. and like um, the fucking Killer Bong or something. Exactly. What's tomatoes. that one where they sing about the snowman? Uh, that's Cannibal the Musical. Yeah. <laughs> but so we watch a lot of shitty beer horror um and i love it like i grew up on the stuff like hellraiser There's the ice nazis friday the 13th and so she introduces me to this show she's like you got to watch supernatural it's great it's like a you know 40 minute beer horror film you know and so the first couple seasons are that there's not a lot of right. like like linear storyline mixed in it's it's all just like one B-rate horror flick and then another B-rate horror flick where they're kind of solving these these horror mysteries. Um, and the show just fucking grows on you. It's so good. Yeah, it's just good characters. It was actually only supposed to be five seasons yeah. from what I understand originally. Yeah. yeah. But it was just so popular they couldn't get rid of it. Now Thanks, CW. 12 years in. And they're already uh, going to be back on next year. Yeah. Yep. Heard, so. My so, youngest daughter absolutely loves Supernatural. What, She's obsessed with me. What is it about the CW? Um, how are they so fucking successful? I don't know, because for a while they were a joke station. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, but, the CW. And now it's like they have everything. Like they've, Vampire they've got Diaries. All the all the DC shows, and they're, they're doing a really good job. Arrow is probably the worst <laughs> of the bunch. And but, they're... Doing a little better with that, I think. It's kind of niche programming, really. I, mean, I think CBS, ABC, NBC, they want to be as broad as possible. They want to appeal to everybody. Where CW is, we want to appeal to people who will like comic book shows or people who would like Supernatural. So you get you know, the young girls that want to watch Jared and Jensen, but then you also put enough comedy in there. You get somebody like me that likes it, and I like it, I like the lore. And wasn't Gilmore Girls a CW yep. show? Yeah, that was a CW show too. I love no. Gilmore Girls. I never watched it until they came out with the new ones on Netflix, and then my daughter was watching like a marathon of Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and I started watching. I'm like, this is a fucking hilarious show. <laughs> How did I never Laura watch like this? Gilmore and is awesome. She's a, she's the character is hilarious. Well, and, and Melissa, their interaction Ma- Melissa between- McCarthy in the fucking oh, show I is know. amazing. She's- Somebody once compared me to her in that show. I think it's because I bake. <laughs> 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 I was gonna say. I think Jared Padalecki was on Gilmore Girls. Right? Was. Yeah, he was. and he an played a character named Sam. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I they, believe. Yeah, his name was Sam on the show. There's an episode where they go to like a. I think it's a movie set. And they're they're riding a, a tour or something, and the the tour guide goes, and this is where they filmed the show Gilmore Girls, and just the look <laughs> on his face. <laughs> I think one of my favorite episodes of Supernatural was when uh, they like it was it was uh, which 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 uh, angel was it the Gabe is it Gabriel that was always fucking with them yeah and like the put them in different yeah Gabriel, the trickster yeah. yeah and he put them in a show where they oh, were where the they actors were. Oh, of one. themselves like. <laughs> It was kind of a Grey's Anatomy type show. We're prepping show. you for your panel. It was great. That is yeah, probably one of my yeah, favorite episodes. It's definitely refreshing my brain. <laughs> I'm enjoying it, actually. Time to... You got, what, two weeks before Fanex? 
Pop yeah. quiz. Yeah. So you better uh, you better binge binge the, all the seasons again. I've watched every single episode since uh, Comic Con, so that's kind of when I got back into it actually, because I watched some of the panels there. Jim Beaver actually, who yeah. plays Bobby Bobby Singer in the show. Yeah, because I I watched it early on like you, mm-hmm. and I got about halfway through season one, and then it was just one of those. I didn't have time for it. I liked it, but it wasn't like top priority in life. So I just kind of drifted away from it. And then I was like, I got to I've always like wanted to start watching it again. And then it showed up on Netflix and I was like, I just need to watch it. Yeah. Now there's too many damn shows. Like, I don't know which shows to watch. Like there are shows on TV that I would probably have watched 10 years ago that I'm just like, mm, fuck it. Netflix has got Santa Clarita diet that I need to watch. I'm watching the Great British Baking Show. I love that. I'm watching, I love her. I'm watching Magicians. I want her. I want to have a conversation with her. I still have her. some of my guilty pleasures. The, like it's always funny. Mary oh, Berry. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. It's Mary Berry. And I, what I the the only thing that I find myself watching that's not like if I want to watch a show, I DVR it. If I'm not watching a show that's on my DVR or Netflix, I'm watching like fucking cops. I love yep. Pops. I loved when I was in high school. I jail. love jail. Yeah, and what's amazing is it's still on the air. There's a new one, so this is how I know. This is how white trash we are. This is how I know Bree and I are old now. Um, <laughs> on Friday nights, oftentimes we'll find ourselves Under sitting in bed at like 9 o'clock. He's younger than me. <laughs> sitting in bed at like really? 9 o'clock. And we'll be watching this new show. On, is it on a and It's on Is A&E. it The Cops Live? It's <laughs> PD Live or Police Live. And so it's supposed to be like this. It's not live. <laughs> like they, it's, it's, they make it's it out to be like, like that day they're at a, or something. They're but at it's a like, news desk, and it's like this one dude talking. It's like this, to this one guy sitting, and this other guy standing, and they're like, <laughs> and but now we're going to whatever blah 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 yeah. state. And there's like they have like eight different locations that they're filming with different different you know law enforcement. So there's one in like Midland, Texas, and one in like fucking Oregon, and they're like bouncing from one to the next to the next. They're like, oh, this guy's got someone pulled over that was swerving, and you see him, and they're just. It's like the most mundane shit. It's not even like because cops is exciting because like they only show you the shit where they're they're stuff, like running right? after the white trash dude that's like fuck you cops and then starts running, he's taking his clothes <laughs> off, running yeah. down the street, he's fucking clearly throwing crack rocks into the air <laughs> as he's running. But Eating this one, something. this one is like you know they pull a dude over for suspicion of drunk driving. Like they had this one girl and we're like they were showing her sobriety tests and we're like. Yeah, she doesn't look drunk at all. And even the cops like <laughs> like she's doing the test. She's holding her foot up and she's just standing there and she's counting. And we're like, she does not look He's like, Well, I see a couple indicators, so I'm gonna give you the you know, this breathalyzer, which is not admissible in court and, and they, doesn't so they prove kinda anything. just cut away from and him. And then they cut away, he's like, Well, as you can see, this blah blah blah. <laughs> So it's a really shitty show, but we end up watching it because we're like <laughs> jail, 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 and I like the Alaskan TV. one. Yeah. It's the only reality TV that I actually watch. I don't Alaska like State Troopers. Alaska State. Oh, that's <laughs> the that best. That's great because these guys are like fucking fishing game wardens and cops, and so half of their job is actually like busting people for catching fish that are too big on the river you know or, or like, like hunting out of season dr- yeah using their their atvs in the wrong place and mm, and everybody can own a gun there and so they're everyone's got guns they're con- yeah 
If you think Utah is bad, fucking go to Alaska. Awesome. I love I love Alaska. <laughs> they all have guns in their cars. It does not matter. You at almost all. have to in Alaska. Yeah. Or they're rescuing somebody because well, they decided mean, to sleep in their car and they even wanted in, to freeze. Even in Utah, we have bears in every school, so we gotta be careful with <laughs> those fucking bears. <laughs> anyway. All right. So let's talk about Utah. Let's let's move on to some news. Um, we're gonna spend most of today talking about uh, uh, our fucking morons running this state i don't know a better way to not put it not all of them are morons no, legislators no. and the governor <laughs> um they're not all morons and, and there are some very good things happening um but we're going to start off talking about outdoor retailers again so and i bring this up because there was a conference call that happened uh, just uh, february well, 16th it was february 16th but we just found out about it really um the details and the Salt Lake Tribune actually, if you go out on their website and look for uh, the call between Herbert and outdoor retailers, they actually have all the audio from the call. So they got it as a Freedom of Information Act um, request, uh, and it's got all the audio if you want to listen to it. Uh, but essentially, um, it's pretty damning. So Utah, of course, you know, and Mike Noel today actually put another bill out up on the legislature. Mike Noel is such a fucking dickhole. Like, not even a good one. He's one that has been, like, <laughs> stabbed a million times and is, like, bloody and it hurts to okay, pee. Okay, enough. <laughs> but he put another piece of legislation for Utah to essentially lease all of the Bears Ears Monument land from the federal government so we can do whatever the fuck we want with it, to buy it slash lease it. He's an idiot. Anyway, so Bears Ears, I bring it up because these these calls... Uh, this, this, this conference call between the outdoor retailers and essentially the, the head of, of, of Utah government with, with Governor Herbert. Um, they, uh, they said, Hey, if you can come out publicly sometime in the next 60 to 90 days and say, uh, you guys are going to work on this, then we'll reconsider. We'll reconsider. We'll try to get these vendors to stay. Uh, and Herbert's response was, <laughs> quote, if you're giving me an ultimatum here on the phone, then the answer is, I guess, we're going to have to part ways. And then the call just ended. That was it. Like it just They're like, all right, bye, click. Bye-bye, $46 million a year. It's just ridiculous. I, I, I know we've talked about it the last few weeks, but it's just, it's sad is what it is. They're just, and they're like fucking doubling down. He's like, well, I don't like ultimatums. We're not going to negotiate with uh, $46 million a year, so fuck you guys. Well, and then later on he says, some of those deep feelings felt about the monument still reside, particularly with a lot of local people in rural areas of our state who are struggling economically. Probably they're just angry because of this and that monument gets kind of caught up in it. Yeah. So, look, Bears Ears is huge. I mean, I, I do think at some level, like, it's, what, 1.3 or 1.6 million acres? That's enormous. That's a lot of land. But guess what? Most of it's tribal, so it's not even fucking our land to begin with. And it's all ancestral land. So there's all kinds of fucking Indian artifacts and old fucking, like, cave-dwelling shit from ancient Indian tribes. Like, don't fucking drill there. Don't put a mine there. It's not that hard. Well, that's the sad part because that's what a, that's what it really boils down to is they just want to mine it. 
They want to sell it, it to, to mining companies and to oil companies. Well, and I was just at the end of this, it talks about while they were talking to him on the phone, there was a resolution, a resolution calling for federal legislation to shrink the border of Grand Escalante. Yeah. And he signed it the next day. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. So I was looking, um, cause we're going to go through a bunch of legislation. I was actually looking. You can, by the way, go on to, uh, it's le.utah.gov. Um, and you can see all of the bills that are out there in the legislature. You can look at their calendar, see when things are, are, are going to be brought up and read on the floor so that you could attend a session if you wanted or go visit your congressman. But I was going through and looking. The only stuff that's been passed and signed are either quick budgetary items. Or these fucking resolutions for like Bears Ears and, you know, trying to reduce the size of Grand Staircase Escalonis. That's it. That's all the, that's all the legislature's been able to agree on and actually pass and have the governor sign already. How insane is that? It always happens that way. It's just, I get the budget thing. I get the budget thing. They'll be there working until midnight on the last day of the legislature. They always are. It's just, it's, it's mind boggling to me that that's That's when they pass all the important stuff. Yeah, when no one's awake. Uh, so, John Swallow. Uh, you want to talk about circus? <laughs> you want to talk about him? What did it start? How many counts did he start out with? It was like forty-five or something, right? Oh, it was some insane number. It's down to ten. Uh, it's actually down to nine. Oh, is it? Well, they yeah. dismissed the last three. Yeah, and today actually, um, and it's not in this story that you guys have in front of you, but today actually uh, they called to dismiss another one, so it's down to nine. So nine counts is still no uh, no small thing. Um, basically, the stuff that they have dismissed, though, have to do with some of the money laundering, evidence tampering stuff. Um, the big problem that they have is the witnesses that they're calling to the stand aren't testifying. A lot of Jeremy Johnson refuses. Well, he's pleading the fifth. It's his right to plead the fifth because if he testifies, they can go after him. Uh, And interesting enough, like Mark Mark Shirtliff, who from all accounts looks just as fucking dirty, if not more so than John Swallow, uh, he made a plea deal. So he's not facing indictment uh, and he's not testifying now either. Couldn't he, though? Uh, depends on what his, I guess it depends on what it his depends on what deal. the yeah it depends on what his deal he is and what his immunity you. deal is, um, but I mean look I I don't think Swallow's going to get out of this. Um, the trial should be wrapping up here in the next week or so. Um, I don't think he's going to get out of this. I think he's going to be found guilty at some level. He's still facing nine felonies. I mean that's no and they're federal felonies. They are federal offenses. That's not. Um, I mean that's a big deal. Federal felony is a big deal. Some of the stuff too that was was dropped um, is is stuff related to uh, is it Reed out of Nevada Harry Reed Senator Harry yeah, Reed the Harry Reed so, stuff. yeah so there was a lot of money that was supposedly being funneled to the Harry Reed campaign uh, in in Nevada that uh, is is been dropped as well because they're just not they're just not able to prove it uh, and so they've kind of dropped those charges so that they can get these others but still so not the counts. ones that they've dropped. Could they now, since they've dropped them and that he's not being tried for them anymore, can they ever come back if they find evidence? Yeah, because they're 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 dismissing the charges. Okay. Um, so it basically means that you know it's not a it's not a an acquittal or a, a not guilty verdict on them. It okay. means that they can come back out after him later for them if they feel like they have a compelling enough case. Um, I mean, it's not, it's doubtful that they would. I just was curious. Yeah, I, I doubt they will. I mean, when you've got Jeremy John, Jeremy Johnson serving 10 years right now for, for federal charges. So, 
Um, I I don't know that they're going to be able to um, come back for them, but, you know, who knows? Who knows what the future will hold? (laughs) Um, All right, so homelessness. Um, I'm really shocked by this. I Um, am too, and I'm a little outraged, honestly. We've talked about it a bunch. So Salt Lake uh, City um, decided to build four homeless resource centers and replace the the four south the roads home the road the road were they going to replace it or were they just going to ex- they were going to close it the plan it was originally to close the, it the plan was to close it down within the next two years and have these four other centers open so they had picked four like sites tw- what twenty nineteen that it was supposed to be yeah yeah I think so they had picked four sites um the 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 trick is they didn't really talk to the community a whole lot and there's there's some you know I mean. The reality is this, like if you talk to the community, what's going to happen is what has happened here, which is there's no one wants a homeless shelter in their backyard, period, end of subject. Everyone's afraid that it's going to end up like what it looks like down in Fourth South. Um, I don't think it will with these smaller facilities, but Salt Lake has dropped two of the shelter sites. So, Of course, th- the one in Sugar House. They came out and said, these are the four sites, deal with it, basically. Um, and, and the, the wording that they used made me think that it doesn't matter how much people bitch, this is where they're going to go. So now instead of 150 beds, they're going to up the capacity to 200 and they're looking to build two other sites in the county. I actually think that's a good idea. I think the way they've gone about this is really shitty that they kind of dropped this. And then after enough public outcry, they went, Oh, well, mm, I guess we won't do it in the spots that we said. But well, especially because hadn't they already purchased the land? Um, no, like the one on Simpson Avenue, they haven't. They didn't finish the purchase. Ah. so I mean that's that's some of the stuff that that's you know of of thought there. Um, I don't know. I I think it's at the end of the day, I think it's good to spread these centers out. I think if one of one or two of the other cities in the valley can pick up a center, it really helps pull that population away from just Salt Lake City because it's not just Salt Lake City with the problem. Um, Provo has a huge problem right yeah, now yeah, too. Provo's got a huge problem. I'm really looking at Salt Lake County as a whole though, and so if you know Murray could Sandy. pick up a homeless shelter, <laughs> Midvale's already got one. Right? Midville already has a homeless shelter. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, they, they probably need one out here on the west side. Well, there is a ro- there is a road home that's on 7200 South. Yeah, that's, the, that's yeah. a Midville one. Um, but if they can find a couple other sites, th- the trick is it's going to be really hard to find one. But Ben McAdams, the county mayor, is actually really pressing for that. Um, it's cool, dude. They've got until, I think it's said in the article that we were reading, they've got until the end of March, I think. June 30th? Is that what they're talking There's a March deadline from the state. So oh. the state is funding a lot of this. That's another thing to keep in mind. The, the state legislature has decided to fund a lot of this. Um, but they've got until March to really kind of isolate where that's going to be. Um, but, yeah, I'm a little surprised that that, that, that backed out. So it's, it's weird to me that they were only going to have 200 beds. At each of these. Well, they were only going to have 150 initially. And they've increased the size to 200 because it was kind of to keep the impact down. Because when you have a thousand people trying to get into a place, right? And so their idea was by having a smaller group of people being able to get in, you would keep those those big giant groups from forming. There was there was a big multi pronged plan that was attached to this. So one of them is they are building 
um, smaller like micro apartments and more affordable housing in the Salt Lake area. So like, for instance, on 4th South and like between 3rd and 4th East, you know where Salt Lake Roasting Company's at? Mm-hmm. Salt Lake Roasting Company's going to move like four or five blocks east and that lot there that they're on and right that next to the police station. weird building there, they're going to build, they're going to demolish what's there and build a new um, housing mixed use structure that has micro apartments. So, I told you guys that the property management company that my aunt works for um, just uh, leased place, just leased a couple of homes to the road home. For yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's one of their goals is to get people into more affordable housing quicker. So if you have, you know, a single woman with a kid and you can get them into a little, you know, 550 square foot, like one bedroom or studio place for, you know, four or $500 a month. That becomes something where they can have some sort of permanent residency and and you know move a from privacy there. Privacy and some more safety than a homeless and shelter. It's not a homeless shelter. That's a permanent residence that they can move on from at some point. Put eventually. down on a job application. Um, the other idea was each of these facilities is going to be more specialized. So one of them was going to be a drug treatment center. One of them is going to be just a men's shelter. One of them is going to be a shelter for women and children. One of them is going to be a family shelter, which splits that population up dramatically. So the problem with the road home is when you have a thousand beds, I think it's 1500 beds right now or somewhere in that, that, that realm is what they can, what they can house. You have 1500 plus homeless people there every night. Right. When you have, you know, 1500, 2000 people. And you have little teeny baby kids with, you know, drug addicts and thieves and. Well, when you have that many people in one small area, all all trying to, (laughs) and babies, you know, get a place to stay. Bad things happen, and the problem is it's not just the homeless people. It's all the other jackasses that go and sell drugs to the homeless people right. and everything else. And so there's a lo- there's is, a bill up for selling within a certain area of where it, uh, yeah yeah homeless shelters. Are well, and they did that big crackdown too, where they were they were doing heavy law enforcement on some of that stuff. So. Which is a that's a tough thing. I mean, it's it's hard to see all those people getting arrested, but it needs to be done. It, I mean, I'm down in that area a lot. Have you guys ever been to the road home, been inside, yes. been yeah. on a tour? Yes, I was just there two weeks ago. Uh, when they say beds, beds is kind oh, of it's a, a cot. Yeah, if that, and yeah. they're stacked on it's top like of those each other. Weird it's weird, hard metal it's like, board bunk It's like bed a prison things. bunk. It really yeah, is. It's it like, is. Or, or think a bunk on a submarine. I mean, yeah. it's really tight, and it's nothing glamorous. They're not like... It's and they not, do have some. Well, they do once have the some weather rooms, changes too. Everybody but, moves outside, and yeah. But so. it, it, it's crazy down there, just because you see. I mean, there's this guy down there. I just call him the spinner. He's always standing on one of the corners, and he just spins. And you, he'll start dancing, and then he'll start spinning. And I'm afraid I'm gonna see him spin into traffic. But <laughs> there's people down there just high out of their minds, and so you know that building. Um, it's apartments now. It's right across from Gateway. So since you're down there all the time with white right. it's a brown and white building. Yes. It has, okay. Yes. I used to work in that building. Okay. And there used to be a guy who would sit in a wheelchair and he had a big orange bike flag and he would sit there and wait for cars to come and he'd roll himself out in front of cars to try I've, and get hit. I've seen that. And I'm like, <laughs> and I used to park at the Westgate parking lot that's right next to it and I'd have to walk out on the public parking lot and I'd get stopped by I'd I was stopped by people and asked for money as like a just like a 15 16 year old kid like oh I don't uh-huh. know what to do I don't know what to do I, I won't drive behind Rio Grande for that reason because people run out in front of you and in, in the dark you can't see them and 
maybe they just don't know any better because they're I high. I think some maybe. of them do it on purpose. Yeah, maybe somebody are some are either to, suicidal or they want to get right. hit so that they right. can get money. It's a sad thing because I mean, there's a reason they're taking drugs. There's a reason they're trying to t- to escape. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, I mean, the road home is great. They do such good work. I've I've been through there. I did a a benefit show for them at Wise Guys two years ago. Tried to raise some money for them, but they realize that it's throwing money away to help people that are that are addicted. So until they're clean, there's only so much the road hole can, can do for them. And once they're clean, they'll get them housing. I mean, their success oh, yeah. rate is really great. It's amazing what they can do. But there's a lot of people down there that don't care. They don't want to be helped. They're just, you know, this is what I am now. And that's sad. But the state needs to do something about it. Yeah. I mean, they're trying. The state's put some money out there for it and so, I mean, that's what we're kind of seeing to try and clean up that area. And Unfortunately, I mean, there's big problems down in Utah County and, and even further south, but we don't hear as much about those. Um, but, you know, we live in Salt Lake County, so fuck those guys down there. <laughs> this is a Utah podcast, <laughs> not a Salt Lake County um, podcast. So some of the other stuff going on in the legislature. Um, the good news is, folks, got 10 more days of legislative session. So March, March 10th. Uh, is the last day, so you'll probably only hear heavy legislative stuff from us maybe for two more weeks. Uh, we'll probably skip next week. We're doing something special. Probably like three more weeks. Okay, maybe. But it's it's not going to be as crazy as right now, so it'll taper off. Um, but uh, let's talk about something that Utah is known for, polygamy. Polygamy. I mean... I know we talk about the new Utah podcast. We're not the same Utah that everyone thinks. But this is the old Utah. <laughs> polygamy is alive and well, my friends, in the state of Utah. It um, is. There is a reason there's a stereotype about Utahns having 1,200 wives. Hey, look, Mike Noel's in this story, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, he is. But there's, like, the Hillsdale polygamists, and then there's, like, the Big Love polygamists. They're so, real. Yeah. Well, there's, so, like, the White City polygamists. So this is... So, Mike Noel is the representative from Canab, Utah. So, Canab, for those Wait, of you... Wait, what's Canab? Okay. So, for those of you that did not <laughs> listen to us, because you couldn't, because we weren't recording, Canab is like our butthole. Canab <laughs> is like the butthole of, of Utah. And the reason I think this is if you look at a map and you look at the roads that make it to Canab, there's not an easy way to get there. Like, if you're in St. George, you have to go through Arizona and come back up to get to Canab. There's no direct connection, even though... There probably could be across some desert between like Hurricane and Kanab. There's not. There's no easy way to get to Kanab. Uh, if you want to go to Kanab from like Salt Lake, you got to go through like Richfield on some shitty ass state road all the way down there. No one is supposed to go to Kanab. <laughs> I missed this conversation. I was hoping you were going to say something like all the roads that lead there look like puckering. <laughs> Did I show? Let me show. I'm going to pull up a map for you. It is ridiculous. Yeah, how I can I can Google map it. Like Google map it. Like it's seriously, me. seriously, Kanab, Utah. You are not supposed to go there if you live in the state of Utah. However, Mike Noel, the piece of shit that he is. This seems like a bill that he maybe knows something about because polygamists in Utah, look, he lives in polygamy country because he's out by, in fact, he may even represent, I don't know, I haven't looked at his district boundaries, but he may represent like, you know, the fucking polygamist clan towns out there. Like, isn't Pingwich like a big polygamy clan town? And uh, those are all near Kanab. So basically, it's the the bottom half of the state that no one actually goes to. It's not actually close enough to the national parks to give a shit. Um, 
So, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it's not it cadabs in the middle of nowhere. But um, so this bill, so it passed the House. Um, it's got to go to the Senate now to get passed. It probably won't make it through the Senate. A similar bill they tried to do last year didn't make it. Um, but essentially, it's rewording some of the way polygamy laws are written so that they can go after um, polygamists that are a problem. So, for the most part, the, the Utah policy overall is we don't give a shit if you have more than one wife. We don't care if Just you Just don't you be do. marrying babies and... Yeah, don't fuck your kids. Don't be abusing Don't fuck people. your brother's so kids. I don't I marry 12-year-olds. I want to quote him real I quick. I want to know if this is the same quote that I was just reading. Maybe. He says, The fact that yep. individuals come up there and testify that they are FLDS Mormons insult me and, bo- and bothers me. Noel said. They are an apostate group. And they are no part of my religion. However, which they're not claiming. That's why they're called fundamentalists. However, if you if you really look at it, the fundamentalist is actually more true to the original Mormon group than well, what Mormon is. Today. And the, here's what bothers true, me about that true, statement. True. That statement tells me why he's writing this legislation. It's not to protect kids. It's not to protect women. It's to make it so. These people are even more ostracized and people don't confuse. Cause when someone says, yeah, I'm a, I'm a FLDS Mormon, they think, oh, you're just a Mormon. And he's like, well, that's not fucking Mormonism. Like, that's not my religion. Well, dude, your fucking religion doesn't dictate law. It shouldn't dictate law. And that seems to me like part of why he wants to pass this bill. The, the big problem with a bill like this is it makes it harder to go after those people that do that shit because they just, they go, well, I guess what I'm doing is even more illegal. Like, they're going to come after me easier, so I'm going to do it more subversively. So instead of being a little bit more open with it like they are now, so which is... So it's like prostitution, Nevada versus Utah. Yeah. When it's out in the open. You can you can legislate it, and you can make rules about it, and you can keep it safe. And when you don't, people just do it illegally, and then they get STDs. Yeah, so if you guys are interested, <laughs> this is House Bill 99. Um, it, it, so it's funny cause it says, you know, the vote was 48 to 25 in the house, which crossed party lines, which means a bunch of Republicans said, uh, no, this is stupid. Yeah. Because cro- crossing party lines doesn't mean, doesn't mean the Democrats like in Utah when the they say a unanimous or a near unanimous decision, that's actually crossing party lines. That's actually meaning Democrats agree with Republicans. But when Republicans are like, yeah, even this is too stupid for us. <laughs> that's not really crossing party lines. Um, uh, do I want to talk about Chaffetz first? Let's talk about Chaffetz first before we yes, get into the Yes, because that is a national story. National. Yeah. Well, the reason it's national. Okay, so Jason Chaffetz, who is uh, out of the 5th fifth, fifth District, is that right? District I 5? Know. I think it's District 5. Anyway, he is the lovely Utah. He is oh, the it's, a, it's, it's Utah. the 3rd con- Congressional District. Yes. So, anyway. Uh, Jason Chaffetz made national news a couple of weeks ago because he had a town hall meeting and a bunch of constituents showed up, a bunch of, of, of upset citizens in the state of Utah showed up and basically told him, go investigate Trump and do your fucking job. You're not because doing what we want you to do. For the last several years, he has done nothing but investigate Hillary Clinton for stupid bullshit like Benghazi and emails. And now that there's clear, like fucking glaring evidence that Trump has problems with uh, his his businesses. communications with Russia and his businesses, um, you know, being in operation. And he puts ketchup uh, on steak. I know. Does a well done he eats, steak. Uh, he eats pizza with a fucking fork. 
sometimes you do have to. No, not in New York. You never have to put ketchup on a steak. So anyway, well, I guess if you get it well done. Well, I mean, if your steak is that's a not a steak anymore, If your steak is a Trump you're steak, you're good point. Let's be honest. He did have his own steak company. That's true. There's probably a reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so the other thing that the the committee um, that Chafis sits on, which is um, the House Oversight Committee. Does um, how did he even get in charge of that? Did really, they say who is the most corrupt so ignoramus know, that we have here? Well, I think, let's put him I in think charge. Part of it was who it's will you, who will investigate Hillary fifty fucking times, no matter how asinine it is. Well, this, this dumbass ignoramus, this dipshit that kicked a football for BYU, will do it. Let's he have looks like a tattletale. Yeah, so. he looks like it. So, he like is the asshole of Utah, not Canab. <laughs> So Washington D.C. Um, is not a state. It's not. They don't have their own congressman. Um, it, it, it's uh, technically a, what's it called? A colony? No, it's a district. It's a district. District. was a, a, a colony. So anyway, so anyway, so <laughs> it's a district. They don't have their own representation, but Congress actually has a has a say in their laws, and the House Oversight Committee is the one that does it. So when which the, I think is. Weird. It is. It's very weird, um, but it, it has to do with what DC is and the way it's managed. It's kind of like, you know, like Guam or Puerto Rico. It's 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 not an actual state. So, um, but the House Oversight Committee actually has a say. So when DC Council basically says, okay, these are the laws that we're passing, and the citizens are voting on things, uh, Congress can still say the House Oversight Committee can say, uh, no, we don't want this to happen, and so we're going to override it. So one of the things that just happened was. Um, was a doctor assisted suicide? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so doctor assisted suicide, essentially allowing doctors to prescribe medications for patients to kill themselves if they had terminal diseases. Um, DC said, the residents of DC, the council of DC said, yeah, let's do this. We're going to pass this law. We're going to pass this ordinance. And Chaffetz said, Chaffetz yeah. steps in. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You <laughs> no. guys shouldn't dun, do, dun, that. Dun, 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 dun. do that. The good news is for DC uh, residents, um, Cong- it went to a vote in Congress, and they said, eh, go f- they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like, we don't care. You're an idiot. You think they said it like that? Uh, behind closed doors, probably. Just checking. Um, but what this has caused is a bunch of residents of D.C., who, by the way, if you live in D.C., frequently you have a decent amount of money because it's really fucking expensive to live there. Uh, they're now funneling money to the campaign of another Republican here in the state of Utah. Uh, Lynette Craig, I believe. No, no, no that's, that's the, the that's one of the persons. Of, a, who like is it? Jeff or something. I want to find his name because I want it out there. Because not Darren, is it? It might be. It's in this article. Um, because that's who has thrown in their. It's whoever gloves. is running against him. Yeah, yes. that's him. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, they're already announced. Oh yeah, Damian Kidd. Damian Kidd. Yeah, Kidd. I know the D. <laughs> so he is a Republican lawyer here in the state of Utah. He's already announced that he's going to run against Chaffetz, uh in this this next election. I think he cycle. announced it about a month ago. Yeah, like uh, and basically Which is super early. Uh, well, that's the Advocates guy, right? Yes. 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 yes he's from yep. Utah Advocates. Sounds like um, a DC villain, but. It does. <laughs> it could I, work. I, I got to be honest with you. And so these DC residents are starting to funnel money into his campaign. This is for the third congressional seat, third so district seat. So the District of Columbia is Utah. funding a Utah campaign because they're so pissed at Jason Chaffetz. And you know what? That's all good for Utah. 
So an <laughs> interesting side note to what's going on with Chaffetz here. So even the guy that he kind of ousted for that that seat for the chair of of the oversight committee, he's even like publicly saying, uh, "Yeah, we need to fucking investigate Trump." Like this, this, this shit here is getting a little out of hand. Like, and by the way, uh, the attorney general sessions, yeah, he should probably not have anything to do with this investigation because he was part of the fucking Trump campaign. And he was probably involved. And so him investigating it is like, you know, the wolf inside the hen house there. It's just not a good idea. Well, there's a, so one of the DC guys that's, that's a council member said, I have no ability to hold Chaffetz accountable, but he has a whole bunch of ways he can impact my life. And I think that is absolutely a shame because they don't vote Chaffetz in. No, no, he's just uh, whoever gets appointed to that position in Congress. So uh, they're impacted by Utah's stupid votes. And we vote stupidly. A lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, back to Utah. Um, I mean, well, Chaffetz we is, is Utah, but he's a piece of shit in D.C. So, um, so there is another um, piece of legislation being debated. I don't think it's actually become a former a formal bill yet, um, but the 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 I believe it's the Senate. Uh, oh, it is. It's uh, Senate Bill two fifty eight. Um, uh, Karen Maine out of West Valley has proposed it. Um, essentially, it is going to um, the idea is to allow doctors to co-prescribe naloxone when they do opiates. So naloxone, if you guys remember from a few weeks back, we talked about Salt Lake County uh, Unified Police are now carrying oh, yeah. naloxone with them in their their cars. Um, naloxone is uh, the anti-narcotic drug. It pulls you right out of an opioid overdose, like. Bam, instantly. Like, you're right out of it. Um, it's an over-the-counter available item. You don't have to have a prescription to do it. But basically, this kind of gives doctors some leeway to say, you know what, if I'm a pain management doctor and, I, and I've got you on 480-milligram OxyContin a day, I can say, you know what, just in case things, you know, if you go start south. abusing this or things go south. or Yeah, bad reaction. Yeah, you have a bad reaction. You should have this, you know, naloxone just in case. And and let's note that this week uh, came out that Utah is the seventh most overdosed of opioids in the United yeah, States. Yeah, and, and it's uh, wh- which county is it? Um, it's down probably in, Utah. No, no, no. It's down. It's not Utah County. It's further south. Is it's it? it's further south, but it's like number one. The like number San num- Peter. Yeah, it's like where that. San Pete is. Yeah, it's it's like the number one or number two county in the country. That doesn't really surprise even me. over I even over a county in Iowa. Yeah, it's really It doesn't surprise me. It's really bad. Opioid addiction's bad. Basically what this law does is say it's okay to co prescribe it. You will not be held responsible for an opioid addiction if you do. And so that's the the big key there is And it's 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 for people who have the potential. Like they're not gonna just give it if you you know, you have your one time thing and it's not supposed to be a big deal. This is like for your people that are using it all the time and the doctor feels like your chances of overdosing on this are probably a little higher than normal. Let's talk uh let's talk design curtain real quick. Um, design? Design curtain, yeah. The design curtain. Design. That sounded like too. you said see? Design curtain. Design. What? It's, getting late. it's getting late. Um so uh Utah We've been talking about this for a few weeks. I'm going to keep it brief. First off, there's still not a bill, a formal bill out yet. We only have 10 days left. I don't know that they're going to pass it. I hope not because the ones that they're they're prescribing, that they're putting up are absolutely ridiculous and will either put places out of business or cost so much money that the 
the place will just decide so to they've out. they've gone back and forth because you know you can't just get rid of something that's a fucking poor piece of legislation that everyone universally agrees is poor without adding some other bullshit so they've gone back and forth from 10 feet to 15 feet away from the bar before you can sit kids which for some restaurants is the entire damn place um to now um and it's not in this story but this morning, they think they found a solution in what they call the Washington Wall, which is essentially Washington State requires. Um, again, just because another state does it doesn't mean it's a fucking good idea. You <laughs> damn morons on fucking Capitol Hill, pull your head out of your ass and understand that a fucking four-year-old kid, because he sees a drink being made, isn't going to fucking become an alcoholic. Half the time, four-year-old kids aren't paying attention to shit like that. They're anyway. all alcoholics. <laughs> oh no, my 11 year old saw someone walk. have a drink. Now he's going to be a fucking useless alcoholic. Well, the, the rest stupid of his thing life. is, is they can pour the drink behind the Zion curtain and then bring it to the person yep. at the table sitting oh, next to the Ooh. So, uh, so there's, but the, the crazy thing is right now it's like a 160 page bill. How in the hell you get a 160 page bill finalized and pushed through committee? onto the House floor, onto the Senate floor in 10 days and have real meaningful discussion about it. Well, and the thing is, is they're saying that nothing's going to be grandfathered in at this point because yeah, and you either have the 15-foot buffer or you have the Zion Curtain. So you yeah. have the Zion Moat or the Zion Curtain. And if you don't have either of those, uh, you then can't serve you lose your fucking liquor license. Yeah. Way to be pro-business, you fucking pieces of shit. Uh, I hope that this law in its current form, I would rather keep the design curtain and a lot of, uh, a lot of restaurants are now saying, yeah, just keep the law the way it is because you guys are so fucking stupid. You can't make changes properly. So I kind of hope that At they keep it. At least we're dealing with make this it. and the people that have been impacted adversely have already been impacted and they're, they're moving along or whatever. This is just going to cause all sorts of havoc. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some other stuff that's up on the hill. Um, there is a proposal to have uh, food trucks um, have simplified licensing. So this is actually, uh, I think, a pretty good piece of legislation. Um, it's uh, Senate Bill 250, SB 250, if you're curious. Um, basically what happens now is if you have a food truck and you want to operate in Salt Lake City, you have to have a specific kind of license. You have to have pass Salt Lake City health code inspections and uh, you get, you know, random inspections. Technically, usually they're just before you renew your license. If you want to serve in Draper, 20 minutes away, in the same county, there's another fucking license that you have to have. If you want to go down to Provo, there's another license. If you want to go up to Layton, there's another license. So basically, you know, to run your business, which is a mobile operating business in the state of Utah, and for the most part, let's be real, it's the Wasatch Front, um, you have to and sometimes have 14, 15 different active licenses to run your business with different localities. When we had the, when we had the food truck on Food Truck 88... Kitchen 88. Kitchen 88. That's, what, that's one of the things he was talking yeah. about. That it's very difficult. It's like... We'd love to be here, and we'd love to be there, but we've only got licenses for these places. So we yeah, just the go. only exception is if it's like a private catering event, right? They're yeah. allowed to go out of their yeah. jurisdiction. So it's it's really I guess because they don't have like a kitchen or a facility or any, like they're just bringing the food to it, maybe. Yeah, because it's a it's a catering event, and so they have a commissary, and they just have to be licensed wherever that's at. Um, now there are some good things that that they did with food trucks. Um, this is, uh, some of this is a result of like the taco cart wars that were going on over on 9th South at the Sears <laughs> parking lot. 
Poor taco time across the street. Couldn't get enough people in because everyone was eating the two damn taco carts that sit on that corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, you know, there's, there's different cities have different statutes and this basically makes it a little bit easier. Basically kind of unifying most of that stuff and not making it so they have to do 15 licenses a year for different places. I want to be a lobbyist for this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, it's a, it's a big deal for these guys because these guys aren't, they're not making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. They're Do you making get a lot a, of food trucks out in Twilla? Uh, we get Waffle Love. Uh, there's some local guys. There's a guy called the Taco Man. He's actually in Grantsville where I'm at. And everybody that's ever tried the Taco Man, they're like, this is authentic. It's really, really good. Uh, there's also uh, there's a Philly cheesesteak one that goes around, oh, that's around out there. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I think they do burgers too. Nice. But Yeah, we've got a few. Good. But yeah, and, and, and the thing is, is a lot of these guys, like they start as a truck and they try to grow their business, but all these licenses make it kind of prohibitive. So well, even in this article, he's saying each truck has to have yeah yeah those yeah. Licenses. So you look at like a like a group like Cup Bop. Cup Bop has four or five trucks that they operate around you know the Wasatch Front. They've got a truck that only operates in Utah County because of the licenses. So they just have one that can go down into Utah County. And when they try to open up their brick and mortars, things change, right? So the brick Which and mortar. They do have one now. Yeah, the brick and mortar yeah. only has one thing. Now the concern is on the health side, like, you know, if their water system and their truck's not working properly. They shut down. They don't work. I mean, that's, that's their livelihood too, you know? But, you know, the, the argument is if the water system stops working, who, how are they going to wash their hands? No, I'm saying okay, but they drugs. are smart enough. It's, yeah, actually, it's pretty easily solved. Yeah. Yeah, how, does the, how does the multiple <laughs> licenses thing solve that? That's gonna. It does That's, that's just it. It's just extra. Like money. it should yeah. be. It should be a state health department that runs it, and I, I think that's the goal of this this piece of legislation. So hopefully that'll that'll get pushed through. I hope so too. Speaking of food, um, motherfucking. We don't even talk about this. This is just dumb. In the state, there is a piece of legislation. Uh, in the state of Utah, and I don't know if uh, what bill number it is. I don't think I wrote this one down. Anyway, they're trying to turn up the uh, tax on food again. So right now, and you may not know this, but if you go to the grocery store, uh, you're not paying 6.85% in Salt Lake County for food. You're paying like 1.5% or something. It's, it's really low. Um, and there are uh, there's legislation up being worked right now on the hill to try and put the 6.85 this full sales tax back on food you know who that hurts poor people poor people all the people old people who are usually poor people yeah that's it your average person that's making a hundred thousand dollars a year doesn't fucking impact them right they're the, not really gonna notice. the extra amount of tax that they're paying is not a big deal but if you're scraping by that extra 30 to $40 a month that you pay in tax now on food. That stops you from buying your bread and your milk and your sandwich makings for the next week for your kids. That's, uh, can I get gas to drive to work for the next month or do I buy, you know, groceries? That's what we're talking about. I don't think it's going to pass. I hope not. Because I hope all, not either. all it does is hurt really poor people. It does nothing to increase our tax revenues dramatically. It just fucking hurts the poorest of the poor in the state. How do you it's, guys feel? It's despicable. It, Sorry, ahead. you go ahead. No, oh, I was just gonna say they're saying that it's for the state's education fund, but come on, yeah. let's 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 not feed the kids that we're sending we so that we can lottery? subsidize the kids. Yeah. I, thought, breakfast I thought that's where the DABC's lunches. money was supposed to go. Yeah. I, I thought that's know. where the eighty-eight percent markup so on wine was going. By how they're 
I don't get how their their minds work. I don't. Uh, they don't. What work. was your question? How would you guys feel if it was if they put the tax box back on food that wasn't healthy? Let's say so, like soda sodas, tax or potato tax. chips, that kind of thing. A lot uh, of times, keep, keep it off of your rice and your beans and your fresh vegetables and fruits. And I don't care. They're, if, they're if more expensive a lot of times, and so a lot of times for poor families, like you know, you can get a cheap bag of cereal that can feed your kids for a week but right. if and you buy that. a bag of fruit it, you know it's here's here's where i draw the line prepared food meaning if you go to the gas station <clears throat> and buy a hot dog off the roller that should be 6.85 if you go to mcdonald's that should be 6.85 if you buy food at a grocery store and it's not from their their like fresh deli of serving hot chicken or the salad bar no don't fucking tax that. That's food. I don't care if it's a 99 cent Totino's pizza. I don't care if it's, you know, an off-brand Pop-Tart for $2 for a box of six. I don't give a shit. People uh, should be able to eat what they doesn't, want. Doesn't right. New York tax their sodas and, and I think I, candy I, now? I think like sodas. That? I think sodas are a great place to tax because they're fucking horrifically unhealthy. And the right. reason I would tax soda is not for education. I would tax soda put back in the healthcare system. <laughs> well, and like you said, pizza, and that, that spurred me to think about, you know, moms that have like latchkey kids. Like a latchkey yeah. kid could come home and throw a pizza in the oven, but maybe the hey. mom doesn't want them, you know, my making a here. full. Because that was me. But make it, they don't, maybe the mom doesn't want them don't out with knives and making full meals that right. would take it. If you're, you know, if they're buying they, broccoli and whatever, that they're having to actually. Yeah. They've taxed alcohol and tobacco to the point where it's almost inhibitive. Oh, tobacco for sure. To purchase. So, eh, maybe putting it on junk food's a good idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have a problem with like the New York soda taxes and stuff. I, I think that's fine because. What we're going to see, I think, in 10 to 20 years is probably a big move against soda companies, just like we saw with the tobacco industry, because there's proven links between massive soda consumption and things like diabetes that people are dying from. I mean, it took 30 years of people dying from lung cancer before we really went after tobacco companies. Right, It'll be the same with, with sugary sodas. And I think like sugary cereals will go that route. Do I think we should tax cereals? No, but sodas absolutely. I think because I mean, how them. do you like? Do you say okay? Well, Lucky Charms, you know, it has marshmallows in it, so no. But just Rice Krispies is probably. But just Rice Krispies, you know, although I mean, Rice Krispies, to be fair, has a shit ton of sugar in it. Uh, yeah, because some 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 cereals that look like they're healthy, if you look at them, because I went through a thing Frosted where I wasn't eating any terrible. kind of sugar at all, and I'm going, God, even this granola that just has all oh, yeah. the granola sugar, whatever. Yeah. But I mean. You're just like people think that things are healthy and they think that they're buying something that's good and it's not. And so you might end up with people taking things up to the cash register that they think are healthy and right. they get taxed and they're like, well, I don't understand why. It's an interesting point. I, I like I buy uh, protein drinks mm-hmm. and a lot of the poetry, uh, muscle milk, might as well drink a Yoohoo. Yeah, there's like zero nutrition in there. Basically, there's so much sugar. I drink a little one called Premier Protein. Yeah, it's like 130 calories, 30 grams of protein, vitamins, like Mm -hmm. one gram of sugar. Tastes like shit, probably. No, actually, it's not bad. (laughs) It's not bad. But yeah, people are always buying stuff that they think, oh, this is going to be healthy. But read your labels, people. It's just one. I I just thought I'd bring. No, it's a good point. point. Yeah, it's a good. It's it's a good. Because sometimes you almost, and I'm guilty of this too. You almost have to 
punish somebody to get them to get good behavior out of them, yeah. especially with food. I've always been one of those people that like, I've had a good day. I deserve a treat. Or I've had a bad day. I deserve a treat. <laughs> <laughs> or, I've, or I've already done something like, wrong today. Man, I might I a, as well just right. finish out the day. You know, I thought about that. Like, you reward yourself with food. You right. know, like, oh, I had a really good day today. I'm going to eat a whole <laughs> fucking frozen pizza. <laughs> I had a shitty day. I just found out my car is going to cost me another $1,100. to eat a fucking frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you have a you have a valid point. I guess it's, it is. It's, it's it's hard. Like, where do you draw that line? Uh, have you guys ever been on Wick? I was on it uh, when I very first had my uh, my oldest daughter for about six months. So, Wick, for those of you that don't know, is is essentially women, welfare. infants, and children. It's welfare. It's the but yeah, but welfare. I mean, it's it's specifically designed for for moms with kids. Right. Yeah. So when you hear about people on welfare, that's Wick in the state of Utah. Right. And we were on it when. We got married really young and had kids really young. We mm-hmm. were, I was 18 when my son was born. Yeah. So, and we were on it. And it was actually a great way to learn how to mm-hmm. prepare beans and how to cook with rice. And there were, there were only certain things you could get. Uh, you like could, even the baby food was limited it, to which I'm, kinds and you I'm can okay get depending on with, with, stuff with, like that. with programs like WIC and food stamps limiting those. Like there's some things like, they tried to pass legislation last year, actually, I think, saying you can't buy like TV dinners and frozen pizzas with, with food stamps. My thought there is go fuck yourself. Sometimes that's cheaper than anything else. There's no question it's cheaper. And, and so yeah. you get a dollar when you're on food stamps, you're not looking to spend money on fresh produce. You're looking to spend money on anything that will keep you alive. Like is, there's a difference there, right? Um, and again, it's an it's an ease thing because a lot of times it's a single mom or it's two working parents with maybe both of them have jobs and they've got to be able to have their you know yeah. their ten year old feed their seven year old and so, they're not going to be. I, I think it's meals. okay to do some restrictions there and say, look, no, you cannot purchase soda with this. You can't purchase. Well, I think candy. it's already built in with yeah. WIC. It is. With Unless WIC it is. No, with with WIC it is for sure. I mean, it's been there's years, less restrictions on, on food stamps. And I think there's there's some places that you can put in restrictions like that, but I think you have to be careful. You know, you have to be careful what you tell people is and isn't okay. Right. And it, it's hard to tell somebody, you know, don't go get a bag of tacos where that's going to cost you 10 bucks. To feed your family because that's going to be yeah. a lot faster. It's, go go buy the stuff for tacos, right. which it's going to cost you. It's going to cost, yeah, it for sure. But that's also why there's such high obesity rates. Yep. The lower income you have, I mean, yoga people aren't the problem. The people that are doing <laughs> doing and yoga. Those are the people and, that can afford the taxes right. on, and they go to Whole Foods anyway. Yeah, they're the <laughs> ones buying buying kale smoothies and yeah. Fucking eight dollar coffees and everything morning. at Whole Foods should be taxed because if you're shopping there and you're poor, you're a moron. <laughs> so I'm gonna power through just a few more pieces of legislation. We probably won't talk about them much, but uh, some good stuff coming out of the city of Utah. There's a uh, statewide crisis suicide crisis hotline that's been uh, passed in the Senate uh, or is being introduced in the Senate. Senate Bill 37. Um, a Republican actually put this out there, so it's a 24 uh, hour. Um, Suicide crisis hotline for the state. Really, really useful. We have one of the highest rates of especially teen suicide in the country here. Um, sex, ed- sex ed instruction equality, uh, SB 196. Um, basically, 
Um, the, the cool thing here, this is the, actually the piece of legislation that used to have the uh, stop teaching kids about advocacy of homosexuality. That provision has been stripped out. Um, so now it's just saying, look, just teach kids about sexuality. Um, the downside is it still says, yep, teach them that marriage and uh, abstinence is really the only way to be sexually safe and ignore the fact that there are things like condoms and birth control in the world. There's got to there's got to be a happy medium there. I mean, I've got yeah. my oldest son; he's 20. I got a 17 year old, 14 year old. I've got older kids, and it's so it's something we have to talk about. And it's okay to you know tell kids you know if you get married, chances are you're not going to catch anything from yeah. Right. So there is valid science there, and but teaching kids about condoms and things like that, like for me. If you're pro-life, you've got to be contraceptive heavy. And when it doesn't add up, you you can't be one without the other. You have to be pro, teach kids about condoms and birth control and things like that. Let's eliminate the need for an abortion. That's a bigger issue to me than actual abortion. Because that's another thing that affects the poor. It's the poor who can't afford birth control, who can't afford condoms, who end up having unprotected sex whether you know by choice or just because well you know we haven't had sex in a month and no we can't afford birth control or condoms but hey let's try pulling out or whatever oh great now we're pregnant (laughs) and we can't afford a baby and we can't get an abortion like again we are condemning the poorest and the neediest of our communities and if you don't understand why people are so upset about Planned Parenthood being under attack that's one of the reasons it's not it's not so women can go in there and lackadaisically get an abortion because i think i i'm not a woman but to me all the women i know that would probably be with them for the rest of their lives it's something that's always going to be with you so i don't think people are just nonchalantly doing that but it's greatly decreasing the chance that they can prevent that in the first place exactly i think we're gonna i think we're probably gonna call it a night there um we've been been going for a while and Thanks and that again was to, kind of a positive note, actually. Yeah. So thanks again to Travis for joining us. Thanks for having um, me. We, uh, it's been a pleasure. Um, I always enjoy Chris guests. Chris 2.0. I always <laughs> enjoy guests that actually interact with us. So sometimes we have folks that just sit here the whole time and pipe in once or twice. But it's been good actually having a real conversation with someone. So I'm an interrupter, so. Good hey, job. That's all right. Um, don't forget the uh, the uh, comedy festival. Golden uh, Spike. Golden Spike Comedy Festival that's going on March 40 comedians. 8th through the More 11th, that, right? Yes, the 8th through the 11th. Uh, get your tickets now. Wiseguys.com is where they're all at. Yeah, wiseguyscomedy.com. So wiseguyscomedy.com. All the shows are either in Ogden or are they all downtown? The Ogden shows are just kind of just the regular Ogden okay. shows. But w- the g- Chris Red, who is part of the festival will be up there that weekend but the rest are just all at the south end of the gateway so great time to get out um you know pick a couple shows go see them buy um, tickets for my show while you're there or go right. go to the website may the fourth may, yeah, may, may the fourth uh travis an has hour his, uh, of just travis money. without us interrupting him uh, yeah yeah he's he's actually <laughs> he's a funny guy contrary to what you're hearing on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> this is very uh, i also stuff. i also by the way i also like that you didn't come here and just crack a shitload of jokes because that pisses me off when i hear a comedian come on and just like do half their routine i don't want to burn them here yeah <laughs> <laughs>
He's like, I totally he promised he'd laugh. Let's be clear, they're wasted. But I can get, I can get you to pay five bucks for him if I don't. Um, and uh, you can always, uh, Travis, where can they find you? Uh, just find me on Facebook, Travis Tate. There's a picture of me holding the Death Star in my hand. That's my, that's my picture. Uh, at Travis Tate Funny on uh, Twitter so and do, also Instagram. Yeah, I'm not huge on Twitter, but Twitter's not my thing. Instagram's cool. I like that. I think I'm on Snapchat, but I never use it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you friended me, I don't know if I would I, even know. You, you, you have a, to be a like a 14 to 19 year old girl. No, right. I, I would I mean, say up to like 26 now. I think. Uh, let's talk. My daughter's this. just. Talk. I could show more cleavage, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll show you, I'll show you how to put your tits <laughs> up on Twitter or on Snapchat. <laughs> Um, thanks for joining us as, as always. It's been a pleasure, Thank guys. You. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook, uh, the New Utah Podcast, out on Twitter at TNU Podcast, uh, or uh, on our website, uh, thenewutah.wordpress.com. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you like our show, please share it. Uh, leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Uh, those are, are both great things for us as well. Um, and that's it. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Good night, everybody. Get the fuck out of my house.